0: Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now here they are Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello Blonde.
2: Hello. Hello.
0: I have an exciting announcement to make. How long has the joke of uh, you guys need a producer, you guys need a call screener, you guys need an assistant, you guys need a this, you guys need a that?
2: Let me tell you, we listened to your comments and that's 100% of the reason we did
0: this. (laughs) There is some truth to to the call screener thing. Producers a little bit more difficult because I need somebody on site and, you know, it was just complications, but... Uh, Call screener is an interesting one, and I'm happy to say that tonight we are going to test a little bit of a different system. It's not actually going to make any difference for the listener other than what I hope is a positive impact, and it will make barely any difference for those participating in the show. So long-time participant in the show and and helper on the Discord server, Dangerous Spaces, has agreed to be a, a screener for us, and all he's really doing is just looking for technical issues. So hopefully that will cut down on... People who aren't present or people who are having technical connection problems and we will have a little bit more efficient flow of callers and a little bit smoother connection for all the listeners as well. So thank you to Dangerous Spaces. It is much appreciated that he has stepped up to take on that task. And as always, if the uh, duct tape peels a little loose during uh, the implementation of these new systems, uh, we appreciate your patience. Let's see. Uh, other than that, I think I'm I'm ready to hop into calls. Uh, of course, the rules are the same as always. If you're new, the list, uh, the the rules for how to participate are in the dis uh, in the description of the YouTube video uh, YouTube stream. If I could talk. That would help. Description of the YouTube stream. If you're looking for the rules, we will take callers in the randomized order as always. We'll stop every half uh, half hour to check in with Super Chat on YouTube and Tippy Stream and who knows what's going on in D Live and also Trovo. And um and if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, you can always send us a question. Remember, Jeopardy rules apply. Must be phrased in the form of a question. The one and only place that we accept written questions is over on the website. There's a call-in show form at slash contact We will take your questions there as we do Each and every stream in the last segment of the show. But uh, in the meantime, let's hop right. Oh, actually, and I'm going to break the rules before we get to the callers in the randomized order. I did want to talk to uh, Cigar Bro because Cigar Bro is a police officer in Baltimore. And of course, a few weeks ago, I had talked about the great story that there are activists in Baltimore who have this grand solution (laughs) To solve Baltimore's murder problem, which is why don't we just pay the murderers?
2: Ah, no, brilliant.
0: Murder, which has been attempted in the uh, suburban San Francisco city of Richmond, California. They claim it was successful. It's never going to happen, but it's funny to listen to these people. Anyway, Cigar Bro, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. All right. So I, I just uh, discussed. What the activists were saying in Baltimore, which is why don't we just pay the murderers not to murder, (laughs) which is isn't going to happen, but it's it's fun to consider. But Uh, since you have some sense of what it's like in Baltimore, I know you had some thoughts on it.
3: Yeah, that didn't uh, surprise me one bit. And uh, I kind of laugh when I saw it on the New York Post and it was uh it was pretty hilarious when i saw that the shoot the the dude there who used to be a shooter and everything i don't really know him of course personally mm-hmm. when he says i know the i know the shooters and everything and that's the problem is that like everybody there knows everybody in some sense
0: is there a club it, do they have a meeting time <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like a fight club or something a yeah. murder club yeah. i don't know what it is I, I don't know a shooting club i guess but you know if you lose you die but um <laughs> The, the no-shoot stuff and everything, that's that's obviously everywhere. And um, we had... As his artwork, right? That's, that's, you're, that's yes, what you're... Yes, his, his... Yeah, his so artwork people,
0: and everything. if people don't remember, this guy had been putting up graffiti all throughout the city where people had been murdered, and it was like, please, don't... D-
2: don't kill people. Yeah, yeah. someone it was murdered says, here.
3: Yeah, it literally says, no-shoot zone, there's like balloons and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's Are like, you? it's kind of like like black balloons, it's kind of like sad because, like, they literally uh, where this dude died at when I ran up to him. He was dead well before uh, we got there. Why am
2: I smiling? He's,
4: he's <sighs> well, I,
0: I was curious, and I know you have some thoughts, but mm-hmm. uh, how, to the extent that you can share and that you're comfortable sharing, how rough is it? You talk about just coming up on dead bodies like that. Is this a frequent thing?
3: Um, for At least we're in my part of the city. Like, it, our homicides are relatively comparably low compared to, like, okay. the west side where they just they're just dropping like flies, but over where I'm at, it's like it's the nicer areas. So the homicides are kind of like in those certain places where you expect them to be. But anyway, like being being nearby the the bodies and everything. I used to be a mortician in the Marine Corps oh. Six years, tried to do this, so it never really upset, it never really bothered me or anything like that. Now it is different compared to being in the morgue and expecting them to be there than somebody just you know you're just running up to somebody and he's already dead. So that's just you know that's just my experience so i'm used to it some other people may you know obviously be affected differently and everything but the but going on the artwork like they literally had they literally painted where this dude i don't know if it's him or posse possibly whatever they literally painted where this dude was like like like, like his
0: body outline is that what you're talking about
3: no not his body outline like it's like a black rectangle i can actually i have to I don't know. I'll I'll put it in the email and everything. I don't want okay. I don't want to say it here on the yeah, yeah. on the show or whatever. Um but it's uh it's kind of funny how he put all the artwork out. I mean, sure it kind of looks nice, but I mean, that's about it.
0: <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Okay, this well, can't
2: possibly help. Right. No.
0: I think just, the murder rate has been increasing, right, despite the artwork?
3: Yeah. Yeah, what it's spread. been increasing and uh the crime has been increasing. It went down a couple percentage points, but that's because there's no victims. Everyone was freaking out about, about COVID here. And I told you guys earlier about the care and calls I've been getting and everything, mm.
0: but some are for... murders. Some are people not wearing masks. You never know. It's a real mixed <laughs> <Yes>. bag. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> it's either or, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty hilarious, but, but for all the, mur- like all the murders and everything, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you just get used to it. You kind of just expect it to happen. It's like, ah, oh, we're gonna be shooting today. You feel it in the air; it's gonna happen. I God said, "No, man. I'm gonna go home on time. Don't, don't do that." And you do hear gunshots, like, and we're just like, "It probably somebody did get shot, and they just haven't gone to the hospital yet." And you know, we we go we go on. I could go on forever about
0: this. Are they are they, they shooting the, at the police too, or is this mostly gangster on gangster warfare? So
3: this is actually this is a good question that you brought up in the past couple months. In the start of 2019, we've had at least four police-involved shootings. Like it, it was kind of nuts. We does that mean some sh- of these are, sh-
0: shooting at police or police shooting at yes. people or both?
3: Uh, a uh, uh, suspect shooting at police. Okay. Like I okay. think like in I think in January or February we had uh, we had someone at a shopping mall a security guard angry, upset about uh, his paycheck not being the a right amount, and so the cops going in there and he starts. He, they just start blasting at each other oh in the shopping God. mall. and then and you know how bad it is if they need an armed security guard at the shopping mall because they get yeah. robbed. All yeah. time. and then and then we had one in the inner harbor, where I mean most people who know, you know, most people who are not from the city or even not even from the state, they know about the inner harbor in Baltimore. This actually happened uh, maybe a couple of weeks, and my block, my beat is like a couple blocks away from the inner harbor. So we heard I heard over the, uh, over the radio where the, lay, the dispatcher screaming shots fired, and I'm, like, maybe two or three blocks away from this happening. Oh. And they, in a harbor unit, uh, some lady came over was like, this dude got shot. And they went over to the dude who got shot and treated him. And meanwhile, the other guy, the other officer was chasing him up into a parking garage, went up to the ramp, and the suspect turned around and pulled a gun on him. Mm. Luckily, the gun jammed, and <laughs> they lit his ass up. Mm.
5: And, I mean, they
3: have really terrible guns. They lit him up, and I knew he was dead because... The medics were doing that half ass one hand CPR as they're running to <laughs> him, running with him on the stretcher. Just to, to say they leg. did?
0: Is that you gotta yeah, do that? Yeah, just to for, say uh,
3: they did yeah. they got it.
0: Oh my god. So, but, All right, man. Well yeah. thank you for the info. We we gotta let you go. But I, I you know. Yep, god no bless problem. you for what you're doing and uh yeah. and stay safe. And uh and thanks yep. for the uh thanks for the intel.
3: And hey, no problem, man. Uh, I'll just uh I'll keep emailing you. I'll just uh yeah, keep, please get do more intel and stuff. So All anyway, right, man. See you have guys. a great night. Bye.
0: Okay, next up is Juggernaut. This is great. I don't even have to search for people. I don't have to uh look through the list and try to find people in alphabetical order and fail at it. Wow. Oh Hello. nice.
2: That, I didn't know you had to do that.
0: Hi. Yeah. Hey Juggernaut.
6: So I would like to try and sell you on real estate again.
0: Sure. Yeah, please do. I'm 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 looking anything other than the US dollar, I am highly interested in.
6: So do we agree then that? And generally speaking, in a capitalistic economy, that the price of a good is based on its scarcity.
0: Yeah, sure. So what's more scarce? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, it could be scarce and not in demand, but it's 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 important. Yes, I agree.
6: That's fine. I can add demand to land too. What's yeah. more demanded and scarce than land? And that's uh, kind of my argument.
0: Oh, okay. So when you say, I guess when I when I assume. When I hear real estate, I assume uh, buildings. I assume homes. I assume uh, Things uh, are included. built too. property as opposed to just vacant land. But you're talking about buying I'm land. Thinking,
6: I'm, I'm thinking both, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, is there a reason that you go straight to land? Do you think land is a better buy than, uh, say, buying uh, homes or buying... Not, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I guess the last I just, time we talked about this, you can invest. See, I don't understand how you invest in this stuff without buying the property. I I'm not in a position ETF. to buy a bunch of property up. You know, I just I just want to make sure that what I do have is not worthless tomorrow.
6: That's fair. I I still think ETF, uh, right? ETF. I think maybe it's R E I T ETF. Those uh-huh. are real estate ETFs. They invest in a bunch of or buy a property in a bunch of different areas. So, okay, but you Kinda. can't use
2: the real property to build if, in the event that you need to. Uh,
6: i'm talking well, yeah, I'm talking about like an investment for your money. Yeah,
2: what's the advantage of getting a reit over getting uh, real property?
6: Well, it's it's property everywhere.
5: Mm.
6: So it follows the property market. So, and property always goes up in value. Well,
0: that's I that's not I just, always true. I guess I just don't understand how this works. Can you explain no it, it as though you're explaining it to your grandma? Do you own like a share of certain properties? Or what What do you actually own when you buy into these accounts?
6: So you own a share of the company that owns oh. these properties. Okay, so what's the like difference that?
0: between that and say stock in any other company?
6: There isn't. It's just it's just the, the thing that you're investing in, right? So okay. you could do oil, too, if you wanted. There's an oil ETF, and you can invest in the oil market by investing in that.
2: Yeah. So you okay. be like not,
6: owning a share of every oil company.
2: It's not boog safe. It's not my only... I mean, obviously, you have to put your money elsewhere besides real property, so I don't disagree with this in theory, and I do actually own some REITs.
6: Hmm.
2: However... If you're looking to prep, then this probably shouldn't be a primary primary financial focus.
6: I
0: agree with that. Yeah, I'm coming from the perspective of someone where it's... I'm not in position to make... I'm not in position to be a landlord, let's put it that way. But uh, if you're someone who has, say, a small savings account in cash, what the hell do you do these days? That's that's the perspective that I'm coming from. You buy land. Well, um... (laughs) If you In wanted digs. Yeah, uh drigs you mean?
2: Driggs. or Close. Troy?
0: Uh where's Troy?
2: Troy Montana, I think it's next to Idaho.
0: Oh, is it? I don't know where Troy is. Let me look it up. Anyway, sorry. Um did you have more to say about uh property investment juggernaut?
6: No, that's that's all I had. I I would say that the difference between buying actual land and bri- buying an ETF that buys up land is that you have to pay the tax on the land if yeah. you buy actual land.
0: Troy is in uh, Lincoln County. Oh, I'm getting some yeah. feedback off you, Juggernaut. I'll probably have to let you go. But uh, but thank you for yeah, the insights, I as care. always. Appreciate it. Uh, Troy is in Lincoln County, which. Uh... Oh, not to. OK, I was thinking that's the same thing as Lincoln, Montana. It's not Lincoln, Montana is where the Unabomber's cabin was. Ah. But that's a different county. Well, I should know my Montana geography better than I do. Uh Lincoln, Montana is actually in Lewis and Clark County. So Troy, Montana. Mm. Troy, Montana is up in your neck of the woods. It's in the northwesternmost county of Montana, which is right across from what's the county where uh Ruby Ridge is in Idaho?
2: Um, boundary.
0: Yeah, I think I think they probably border each other. If not, they're mm. very close. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh next caller is Lol Sanan. Lol, you there?
4: Oh, cool. How's it going? Doing well? Um, How are you? So, so this is the first time that math actually disappointed me, and I'm much more in agreement with Blonde. Okay. Oh, the first well,
2: time uh, you can't be a reasonable person. Uh,
4: oh, and, and I, I think it's uh, the big thing is I also agree with Stephen Mountainview about this.
5: Mm.
0: What? What's the topic?
4: Um, it's about a ray, uh, Ray. no, it's corporal punishment of children. Oh.
0: Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs>
4: So you are anti that, uh yes, and I think uh, Balan mentioned that she's anti as well, and i and i I think I agree with Stefan mal this this is the real d- disappointment of Stefan being banned from YouTube because he's very good on things like this, yeah, and and I think i'm I'm not disparaging your opinion but i think matt definitely should listen to some stuff or if you can get him on the podcast or not pod, call-in show or whatever
0: he doesn't like me for whatever reason
4: oh yeah he blocked <laughs> yeah, you I, i've
0: never done anything to him but maybe it's because he found out that i'm like Pro spanking as an option. I don't like the term pro spank because it's not as though I want to spank. But here's my here's my question for you: If you are anti in any circumstance, what do you do with a totally undisciplined child who does not listen in any way?
4: Uh, the, I, again, I'm not a parent. I'm not a. I am not do not have children, so I, I can't advocate in that. But it, the point is,
0: well, no, you have to answer when, that question.
4: Oh no! I, 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 I I'm going down that route. Okay. When, when do you advocate violence towards a, a person ever unless they're aggressing on you? Well, don't,
0: don't you think the parent child relationship is a little bit different than my relationship with somebody, some rando on the street? Don't you think I have an obligation to yeah, discipline I, I, that child?
4: It, 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 it's actually, I think I agree with that exactly. The, the issue is that ch- the child is the child can't leave that relationship if you discipline that child
0: Okay, so so uh, tell me what the better method of discipline is for a child that will not listen to words.
4: Um, I wouldn't say seclusion, but removal from the situation. I, I, I don't think pulling a child out of a shop is the same thing as spanking. I don't well, I'm talking removing... about within
0: the home.
2: Positive um, reinforcement.
4: Uh, uh, blonde, I agree with that. Um Positive reinforcement and a different type of negative nonviolent reinforcement because.
0: How, how do you positive? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's say the child is totally belligerent and does not, no. will not listen to your commands in any way. How do you positively reinforce that?
2: I mean, I guess I don't want to speak on anyone's behalf because we're talking about two childless people and one person with a well-behaved daughter. So, I don't who's know an what somebody's like you're who's not an spank infant, that yeah. kid. Yeah. So, well, I don't know what somebody's going through that has like three boys that are tearing up the house, but I guess the goal is to never get to a place where you have a belligerent child. So, like start course positive reinforcement from a very young age who knows in three years i could i could be so furious what if my kid runs out into the street that's the only situation i could think of where Uh, like
4: it would be uh, hard for
2: me not to spank my child yeah
4: i i I wouldn't use it i can understand like obviously you're going to pull your child's arm away from a hot flame or rip your child out of the street if they're in danger but the point of there that is not to Harm, not harm. Right.
0: Well, I, I just Again, don't... I don't necessarily grant this comparison. I, I don't think that... Let, let's take seclusion. You referenced the seclusion example. Put him in a timeout. Do yeah. you think that me putting my child in a timeout is on the same moral plane as me putting a random person on the street in a timeout? Or do I have a different relationship with that child?
4: You, you have, Uh Let me frame this right. The child, like... In in cases of public interaction, the person can always leave. So if you're being belligerent with some guy on the street, they can always leave. And if you continue to follow them, that's harassment, and then you can call the police. If you are continually corporately I, – I don't like to use the term violent because I don't like to put judgment because I can understand but disagree with people are corporally who use corporal punishment with their children? Right, I don't think but that you would say it's the same the, the, thing for me
0: to spank my child as a the, disciplinary they, measure as it is to spank a guy out there because he said uh, something I didn't like or something.
4: Uh huh. Um, but your child can't leave the situation. I, well, again, of course, I they're my
0: kid. They can never leave my home unless they're emancipated. Exactly.
4: Exactly. So
0: well, right. But is that an inherent uh, moral? Well, is that a moral predicament, or is that just the state of the? The parent child it, it, relationship. It,
4: it's not a. It's not a, the, There's the Again, I think. Despite all his controversy, I think Stefan Mollen, you really explained this all. I think genuinely, Blonde should contact him and you should talk about this. Well, but but, but you're I, the
0: one making the argument. You said you were disappointed in me.
4: Uh, I, that was half a joke. I'm,
0: well, I, I, I know. I'm,
4: I, not,
2: I I'm exactly, not trying to. I'm just.
0: I'm, I'm trying to flesh it out. I'm not. But.
2: Stefan doesn't like me either anymore, so I don't know. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been on a show a few times, uh, but we had some Twitter beef uh, that was one-sided. <laughs> I was that's banned. Why
4: so. Everyone should huh. get off there. Um, well, yeah, I wasn't on Twitter uh, at the time. I, uh, the, the, the other perspective, I think, is who, who, there's a few people you should view as bi- violent do you want your child to view you as violent towards them no of course not
0: but that's kind of like saying do i want my child to get beat up by a bully and not punch him back Uh, no there are situations where violence is totally appropriate men understand violence men don't fear violence okay there's a difference between those two things and i'm not going to teach my sons to fear violence i'm going to teach my sons to understand violence and I, I, violence I, does have its its place. It, it does. It is not a never proposition, but it needs to be appropriately restrained.
2: Yeah. And in the parental role, I just, you know, I can't find a place where it's reasonable to be to be beating your child. I
4: agree with
0: My The question I would ask both of you is if you have a belligerent child that lacks discipline, does not obey what you tell the child, how do you positively reinforce that?
2: No, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not saying no that there should be... If there's no good behavior
0: to reinforce, what do you reinforce? There should
2: be... You should try positive reinforcement, and sure. then you can try negative reinforcement without
0: beating. Which would be what? Exactly.
2: Timeouts, taking away yeah. privileges, things like that.
0: Okay, exactly. but but why is it more... Okay, so you're going to put the kid in a, what, a permanent or ongoing timeout with no, no privileges. How is that any more moral than the spanking?
2: Because you're not physically assaulting the child.
0: Well, seclusion is not necessarily moral either.
2: Yeah, they can have uh, books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're still, you're depriving, you're depriving of something. And in yeah, it,
2: I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm never going to use a negative reinforcement tactic on my child. Let's just be realistic. But I'm going to try to positively re- reinforce. Of
0: course, yeah. First. I'm not going to go to spanking first. Spanking is a last resort.
2: Okay, I have an example, and then we're gonna kick you off the phone because we've been on this call for too oh, long. No. My baby will not stop scratching the shit out of me and biting my nipple as hard as she possibly can. She, she won't stop doing it, but she's very sensitive to my moods. So I've started saying no to her, like really sternly or acting like I'm really hurt, and she will immediately burst into tears because she's she she can feel that I'm upset and she wants, and she doesn't want me to be unhappy. Hmm. So I think that that's pop. That's probably a negative reinforcement tactic.
0: We'll give you it's last word it. if you if you want it, man.
4: Exactly. I'm not opposed to obviously positive reinforcement is first, and then negative reinforcement nonviolently comes second, and then third, which might you would might consider this violent would be absolute restraint as third. Again, I. Did, I think I came across a bit more. I I meant to mean that disappointment a bit more jokingly. No, sure.
0: I'm not. I don't. I don't take that in a hostile way. I, as always, it's just (laughs) anytime somebody comes in and tells me you're wrong, I'm going to push, you know, Uh, I'm going to push a little bit. That was half
4: joking. Yeah, no, of
0: course. I'm not. That's I like having calls where we can flesh out these ideas and have them compete.
2: Yet this call will never end. Yeah,
0: yeah. We got to let you go, man. Thank you for the thoughts.
2: Stefan Malin,
4: you watch him.
0: He he blocked me, <laughs> so I don't know what to do. I can't. Okay. I can't even contact him. All right, uh, man.
4: Talk to you later. Bye. Uh,
0: the the last thing I I wanted to say on this is, and you tell me what you think about this. I think the 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 nature of the father and mother in this is different. Is different. Like you you are you're not going to be a disciplinarian because that's not really your role in raising the kid. You are a nurturer.
2: Well, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think that the roles get reversed at certain ages. Like my husband right now, uh, is in this situation where like he only ever plays with the baby and mm-hmm. I'm the one that has to dis- discipline her. Hmm. You know, she she can't just be scratching me in the face. Like we, we can't, it's my moneymaker. We can't do that. <laughs> can happen. But as she gets older, yeah. I think that those roles are going to switch a little bit.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, Anyway, I, I I could talk about this forever, but we'll have to keep it moving. Appreciate your patience, there guys. Sorry is. I let that one go Sorry, long. Avo Brady, Avobr- thank you for your patience.
7: <laughs> uh, no worries. You want to talk no about worries. spanking
0: or circumcision? Uh, Take it's your funny pick.
7: Because I'm not listening. Uh, I'm not listening to the thing. I'm in the waiting room with Danger Spaces. Yeah. He was literally just saying they're probably talking about circumcision or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you spanking guys know is-
2: how many foreskins I have saved? Single-handedly saved, probably. At least two.
0: Okay, so here's what we're going to do. You got a child that's unruly, can't be disciplined. Punitive circumcision. You Punitive ever, circumcision. You considered yeah. this? Don't circumcise no your kids. No anesthesia.
2: Age six. Just chop off their foreskin yes. with a butter knife.
0: Leave it intact at birth. If they're unruly <laughs> as toddlers, oh you, you get the you just start cutting, man. Little at <laughs> a time.
2: God, I hope Stefan Molyneux's not listening. <laughs> oh, really won't like
7: us after this.
0: Yeah. Well, Anyways, uh, pre- appreciate your, I your waiting.
7: Blunt. Yeah, no worries, not at all. I'm uh I just got done with class. It was running late. So um well, uh this is uh super maybe off topic, I guess, with what you guys are talking about, but uh I'm studying history right now. History in in college. i history I love history. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: We're just a day and, beyond. Uh, women's day.
7: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm more about American history. I love I like this country and so what and So I know this is leading up to something stupid, but Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, I'm sorry. I got to talk about it. Sure. Um, Yeah. This call is going to last
2: 45 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Let's
7: do it. Yeah. It's, It's like, I don't know. I coming from an outsider view as a historian, like from a historical perspective, I don't really understand a lot of the drama and the nuance that's going on just because I feel like that just goes along with the Royal family. But, uh, and I don't have any ill will toward the royal family. It's a it's a longstanding tradition, and whatnot. they've got their influence in England. But uh, I don't know if you guys have your own specific opinion about it. What you know, her claims in the Oprah interview or anything like that. It's just, yeah. It's all yeah. off the wall stuff. It's
2: I have so one preposterous. One simple thought, and
0: that's it. You go for it. I'll say okay. It.
2: This is this is preposterous. Uh, th- they're complaining that their son doesn't get a title and that they don't get. Security after they leave the royal family. Well, yeah, no shit. Also,
8: mm-hmm. they're talking
2: about how they got their. Um, I didn't. I didn't watch the whole interview. How? How? Um, either. he's been cut off financially. You know, his net worth is fifty million dollars. And didn't
0: they get a bunch that must of money be really from hard the to live off the in america
2: Yeah, really. Well, yeah, What'd in LA,
0: say? that's like you might last six months with fifty million. They yeah, live in exactly. a fort,
2: a fourteen million dollar <laughs> house. I was like, I don't want to fucking hear it from you guys. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's all like, oh, and they're worried about how dark Archie is. That bitch is like barely black. She's less black than Don Lemon. She's like two drops
0: black. I was listening to Dave Rubin talk about it, and he legit said, I thought she was Italian. I'm not even joking. And I believe him. (laughs) Yeah, I I believe him. I don't think he's even lying.
2: Yeah, she was able to throw her old vag into the dating market and get a prince. And then it's like, shut your mouth, bitch. Like, shut it like you have done better than anybody could possibly have imagined as a minority d-list actress in her late 30s yeah now shut your fucking mouth thank (laughs) god that you did so well and write it out
0: did you hear the part of the interview where she said oprah brought up some have accused you of uh exploiting the palace to or exploiting Buckingham palace to to build your brand and she said do you do you know what i've sacrificed I've sacrificed my career for this. Oh man. Sacrificed nothing. As though that wasn't a trade up, you know, you, you know. traded in a lemon car for a Lamborghini and people have questions about it. Yeah. Uh, the only should thing have that married I, Christina. the oh only thing God. I will say about it, because yeah, I, I too, I don't give a shit about the Royals. I don't give a shit about Meghan Markle. I don't give a shit about Prince Harry, any of them. But uh, in terms of broad topics that I think everybody should think about In-laws are in-laws for a reason, right? There's kind of a reason they have a reputation of
5: being
0: hostile with your in-laws. Everybody kind of has tension with their in-laws. I think even if all the allegations are true, even if they said, how black is your baby going to be and all this weird shit, which that didn't happen. Even if they did say, we don't care if you're suicidal, you're not getting health (laughs) care. Even if that's all true. Yeah. If you're the type of person that takes family drama out and talks shit about it on national or international TV, you're a scumbag. All right. Settle that in house. I I just I have no patience for that sort of thing. Could you imagine? I just I I was uh, whether you have a YouTube stream or whether you have national TV, if you just started talking shit about your family in a place where they can't really respond you you're, you're a scumbag, all, you know. You're scumbag. And let me
2: tell you a thing or two about Harry. What kind of man sits there and lets yeah. his and lets his family uh, get bashed by his new woman? My husband would shut that down so fast yeah. if one word, if I a side eye to his family to him in front of other people, he'd be like, absolutely not. Um, and he they're doing this in front of the whole world. Yeah, whole I just I and think he just it's sits scumbag. there like a like a trash, scorned yeah. little boy. Okay. Well, thank you for giving me an opportunity to talk about that.
7: Yeah. Thank you guys. I want to give everyone else a chance. Have a great night. It was great talking to you guys. Appreciate it. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Okay. How
2: did she do this? She must be like really willing to do the weird stuff.
0: I don't know. I, who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, Even if you think that, uh, that she's pretty, which we talked about on Sunday, uh, Kate Middleton is clearly the superior Royal wife uh I you can sense the crazy in her immediately, yeah, you know for a chick to be that crazy, she needs to be at least like that hot and of course, yeah. if you're listening to this later, I'm talking about the ratio that is necessary, yeah. and she is off the charts crazy yeah it, it the, the ratios way off, all right sorry, what no level
2: of hot would she have to be Inhuman to who
0: inhuman like mm-hmm. the, it doesn't exist. she's off the charts nuts, and you can tell that after listening to her for like five minutes
2: trying to think of a woman that it would be okay that she's that crazy
0: uh kate middleton <laughs> yeah
2: really Charlize theron okay. in like 1995
0: yeah we are uh due for a break and magic sky fairies up next appreciate your patience guys i know i am not doing well on the clock but that's because we talked about a very important topic um let's see we are good on tippy stream
2: oh yeah she was way hot
0: good on d live as well and uh over on trovo cali yuga surf co thank you for casting a spell appreciate it and uh let's see i haven't looked at youtube what do we got over there
2: sorry i'm looking at pictures of charlie's Theron and (laughs) i you really Uh, she was like perfect looking
0: long dong john says uh matt and i once made love and it was not consensual but it's okay because matt said Brianna's dead first yeah that was uh ah. I was mentioning this Louisville stuff to you off air but that no matter when whenever they were questioned like hey why are you yelling at little girls Brianna's dead that's why Brianna's dead was the justification <laughs> to do anything so as long it doesn't matter you can be a pedophile as long as you shout Brianna's dead when you get caught it's a justify justify all type uh type excuse who farted <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, I wasn't laughing because Breonna Taylor's dead. I was laughing because somebody in the live chat said, blonde, queen of the foreskins.
6: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Hook parted. Um, My friend DC got his vaccination shot the other day. His only issue has been that his knee grows. Ooh. Those
0: those knees that are (laughs) expanding, those growing knees are very dangerous.
2: That's actually what it says. I know. Out of control. Love you guys. You're very special. You know, that when was, you got, it was pretty good. You got
0: a knee like a chia pet, and that knee is just growing.
2: The hair on my knees. <laughs> it just it won't stop growing. Tricky. Tricky bastards. Um, Mike Adams, my microwave broke. So I now I'm scared to read anything. So I couldn't warm up my coffee, but Blonde's hotness saved my day. Thank wow. You. My cup was steaming after a minute in front of the We screen. love you.
6: You're very special. This is
2: a dress. like is she wearing a bra no this is a dress and it's not my color and i'm wearing it anyway i I do
0: have it framed up kind of odd that's kind of my fault or like just the way you can't see a lot of the dress in the frame
2: quit simping guys i'm old yeah
0: so sorry i it's not uh it's not blonde trying to uh do anything it's just the way the frame Mm -hmm. worked out
2: zoe fender blast various governments around the states have bills calling for registration of animals on yo property even beekeeping and gardens are on the chopping block. Chickens will be the next bump stock, but a yeah. bunch of horse shit.
0: That, that, uh, that, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how long until, well, we, it's already been somewhat criminal to try to live by yourself off the grid. That's long yeah. been, uh, uh, viewed as a hostility toward the federal government.
2: Um, we'll circle back. Okay. Uh, but first Google Charlize Theron 1995. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you on Google.
9: Uh,
0: Nineteen ninety
2: five.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's in the kind images. of images. There's a wide array. Which one? I, I did the, the image first search.
2: picture. It's a black and white picture.
0: Um, I, not big on the hairstyle, but okay, sure, come she's on. pretty.
2: That is like a perfect looking woman.
0: Yeah, we could agree. The eyes are just the right width. I would say, like you know, yeah. not not too wide. You know who she kind of? Mm, no, Pam I take Anderson, it back. Touch no, like Pam
2: Anderson.
0: well maybe I'm gonna take it back and uh. I'm actually just going to punt on what I was going to say because it's not correct, and I don't want the ridicule.
2: Okay.
7: All
0: right, let's hop back into the callers. Magic Sky Fairy up next. Magic Sky Fairy, thank you for your patience.
2: Too bad she's so crazy.
9: I was waiting so long, and I'm very angry about it.
0: You've probably you aged would. 10 years.
9: Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get that time back. What's on your uh, mind? Uh, yeah, I was going to do another COVID thing. Which I know you like talking about COVID, because what else is there? Yeah, I'm
2: I'm not sick of it. Totally not sick of it.
9: (laughs) Well, so we were talking about uh, I think the um something about like uh, the the idea that wearing a mask uh or not wearing a mask, sorry, is equivalent to drunk driving. I'm gonna move beyond that now to the next topic of argument with that guy, which was uh, he was saying that uh, the Danish mask study doesn't prove anything because the the idea with masks was that it was never for your own protection. It was for the protection of those around you. No, Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to be as polite as
0: I can with that claim. If you believe it, you're fucking retarded. Okay? (laughs) Like, if you think that it is a one-way filter with near perfection but has absolutely no effectiveness the other way. I'm sorry, that's just moronic on a common sense level. That is nonsense. That is this is the this is the absolute silly narrative that we've been sold because it's it's what we want people to believe. There's no science to back that up. That is pure nonsense every The science that supposedly backs this up is based on lab tests on dummies with aerosol sprays. It is not based on real humans interacting with real humans. It is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And the reason that it has been propagandistically dumped on us. Sorry, I know you're sick of it, blonde—but But it is because it perpetuates this lie that, oh, I'm such a good person. I'm looking out for everyone else. Listen, if you believe that, have at it. Wear your mask all you want. You're not going to infringe on other people's rights and try to control their lives because you believe this propagandistic fairy tale. It is <laughs> it, it is based on nothing. It was made up. Okay. I'm done. okay.
2: I live in North Idaho. I have a terrible mask story that I forgot to tell you. Okay. So the other day I had like a little block of time where I could get a haircut, which I desperately needed. And I couldn't make an appointment. So I went to the only place that could take me that day. And I was like, oh, coronavirus is over because this shit's fake. And I live in North Idaho. So I don't have to worry about the mask thing. I go into this salon, they give me a mask. The gayest man I have ever seen in my life gives me a mask, makes me put it on, takes my temperature, then makes me use hand sanitizer. And I'm just thinking like, this dude is going to go home and stick his wang in a glory hole or some shit. <laughs> and like, he's super worried about me covering up my fucking face. It was so often. And then I just had to smell my dirty hot breath for 40 minutes while some chick, and then he like... Um, put um, antibacterial gel on my credit card when he was done. I'm like, enjoy your sodomy later.
0: <laughs> okay. So, okay, so since we took up all your time, we'll give you at least a few <laughs> minutes here. Clearly, you, you touched a nerve. I know.
2: Yeah.
9: I'm, I can't believe this is still happening. I can't yeah.
0: take it anymore.
9: Well, that's what pisses me off, too. And there's like, you know, I'm in Canada and I'm looking down at Texas and Mississippi and I'm thinking, hopefully, um, they just are fresh out of ways to just manufacture cases and death. Well, cases, they can always manufacture those from nothing because the PCR testing is just so egregious. Um, Just test a bunch of people and you'll get cases. Like, that's just how bad they are. Yeah. Um, But in terms of the deaths, those are, I think, I I mean, you can still obviously just call stuff COVID deaths when it isn't, but I'm hoping they just, you can only have so many bodies, though. And if the disparity between dead bodies this year is super similar or below what it was last year, um, uh, who am I kidding? They can still call it a COVID death and, you know, put it on a giant chart with numbers going up. Yeah. Uh, But in any case, the point I was going to make is that if, you know, that flattened out and they couldn't propagandize us, then maybe people would say, oh, Texas looks good. Maybe we should open too. And it would just kind of be a rolling snowball. Of places getting, you know, less cucked.
0: Well, and and to the original point, I, I don't understand where the logic ends here. Even if I grant the point that wearing a mask could have some nominal effect on disease transmission. Okay, staying in your house, never leaving, and bubble wrapping your entire body could have some nominal effect on disease transmission. Are you ever going to stop this nonsense? Yeah. Or are you going to accept the reality that being a human carries biological realities mm-hmm. with it, which means right. disease transmission, virus <gasps> transmission. The other time.
2: thing by the way this chick that was cutting my hair had a sign on her mirror and it said um it had like different statistics about one mask uh, has this much effectiveness oh, two masks has this much effectiveness and then at the bottom it said wear the mask
9: yeah yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i will burn your salon
2: bad. to the ground <laughs>
9: <laughs> but that was the point the next guy made it's so funny that you went right there because he said basically uh, if you're not wearing the mask it's just because you're a selfish person who doesn't care about the rights of others uh you don't you know you're imposing on other people to get sick
10: well that's
2: true but also unrelated can't i not wear a mask
9: um yeah but we, it's so funny that you
0: know, wait, wait, we'll not wearing rights. a mask is imposing on other people that's the standard that we now believe
9: that's what he said yeah you're well, driving you a car
0: have... is imposing on other people
9: um. Yeah, I don't know, but he, he'd rebuttals so it while driving. Everyone kind of goes into it expecting to drive a car. Everyone kind of goes bathroom. into
0: it knowing that there are the, there's the flu and the cold and all sorts of stuff out there. What, uh, what not kind anymore, of...
9: because the government has mandated masks, <laughs> and therefore, if you're not wearing a mask, then the expe- you're, you're the one what? subverting the expectation. You're the this drunk driver This is cultish
0: nonsense. Oh, my God. We've <laughs> yeah.
2: taken like three calls tonight. I know. We, we, we
0: really do down. have to let you I'm go, sorry. but I'll give you the yeah, last yeah, word you, you if you want.
9: just go ahead, but uh, I thought, you know, <laughs> it was a fun topic for me, uh, even though it yes. you both. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hope it
0: I'm makes for um, entertaining listening. Maybe not. Maybe it makes for horrendous listening. Who knows?
9: I don't know. Who knows? Maybe there's people screaming at their computer screens. But, um, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Well, no I,
0: all I, I know anymore. is that you have imposed, you have violated my rights and imposed on me by rotting my brain with, the, yeah, sorry. <laughs> with these yeah. insane propositions. Asshole. You are a selfish <laughs> person who cares nothing for his fellow man. I'll have you know that.
9: I mean, you're not wrong, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah,
0: than this yeah. Call. Well, we can get into the whole that whole debate. Is selfishness inherently bad?
9: Ugh. Uh, tune in next time.
0: Uh, Who wants to talk a guess. little Ayn Rand? All right. See you, man.
9: No. No.
0: Oh my God. Okay. I'm not going to talk anymore about that because I, I won't be able to stop. Skeletal oh. hammer is up next. Uh Skeletal, you there?
2: Where does this right. bloodlust go, you know? Like what I know. do I do with it? Bring well, back you, gladiator fights. You've managed This it. is why I listen to five hours of true crime podcasts a day because this murderous rage has to go somewhere.
0: <laughs> you fantasize <laughs> in right, other people's in? experiences. Hello? Yes, you Hello? are. Hello? Sorry. Blonde is, she's fired up. What's on your mind? Maybe he can't hear us. Uh oh. Can you hear me? Skeletal?
2: Ugh. I've got my own voice.
0: Uh, I'm going to drop him down into tech problems and hopefully dangerous spaces can take care of him.
2: You're fired, Uh-oh. dangerous spaces. Well,
0: I don't know. Who knows? Discord works in mysterious ways. Freddy, you there?
10: Oh man, I had a quick a quick stint with dangerous spaces. Okay.
0: Uh, luck, well, lucky for you, unlucky for skeletal. <laughs> He's having some kind of tech problem.
10: I see, I see. Well, I'm a big fan of the show. First time caller. Um, I uh, I had a, a topic about mask mandates that. I'm feeling less confident about now, but uh... why is
2: it because are you a homosexual?
10: <laughs> it's timely. Uh, n- no, I'm I'm a super straight, but I okay, I um... uh, <laughs> given the last call. But I guess as a uh, to to build on that, instead of drunk driving, yeah. And, and for the record, I'm I'm I agree with Matt's position on masks. I think they're ridiculous, but um, I would say the better comparison is streetlights. So how would you how would you justify or do you agree with the existence of streetlights? And if so, how would you justify that to somebody making an anti-streetlight argument for the sake of freedom, kind well, of in the same vein as the masks? I don't know I,
2: what you're talking about. I don't
0: necessarily grant the comparison. Here's, here's what I'll say. If the government because this OK, the streetlights. Govern a public accommodation, right? Should here's the better comparison: Should the government have the ability to force streetlights on my own private road on my own private property? I think we'd all have a problem with that. The government, you know, local, state, city government, whatever they want to set up streetlights on the public accommodation that is the street that we all travel. Okay, I mean that's kind of the deal that we all sign up for. To the to that extent. Am I willing to entertain the ability or the, the idea that they have the ability to make me wear a mask on their property? Yeah, I guess. And if I don't like the way that they manage the property, then we have mechanisms to fix that. We can vote these people out. We can replace them. We can get new managers of that property. But but I don't, I don't like that comparison because that's not what we're doing right now. The government is not telling people, um, hey, on our property, you will wear a mask. The government is saying on your property, you will wear a mask regardless of your wishes. I I I I I think that the comparison is off because it's because the property rights are not interchangeable.
10: But are would you say aren't aren't there a lot of lights street lights I guess traffic lights in public spaces?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I don't think that that's necessarily uh wrong philosophically and i wouldn't necessarily i wouldn't say it's necessarily wrong philosophically for the government to try to make people wear masks on domains that it controls
5: but it doesn't control. i want
0: to
2: stab myself in the eye right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i just don't i don't think that they're directly comparable i think i think there are different factors uh, in those two scenarios
10: okay well that's fair i guess for me i i Tend to side with your position on mask mandates, but that is something I've kind of uh, wrestled with. Um, and I wonder if if street if traffic lights were to be implemented in 2021 or or whenever whenever they were first implemented, would we be against them for the sake of liberty for the same reasons, or have we just kind of been like grandfathered into this world where they exist, and now we we kind of like post hoc justify them?
0: Yeah, and I think you're talking about, well, I think you're talking about two separate things, too. One question is, can they be installed constitutionally or even philosophically with philosophical justification? The other question is um, whether it's a good idea. And I don't know that the mask mandates are necessarily unconstitutional, but I think they're a very dumb idea.
10: I agree. Yeah. Streetlights are obviously have far more practical practical use than than masks, but um, yeah,
2: coronavirus isn't real. Is nobody gonna talk about that?
10: <laughs> this isn't a real
2: thing. Everybody laughs when I say that. It's, 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 I'm totally serious. This is not a real thing.
0: No, I'm gonna convince you that it's real and it in fact is a deliberate co op between the Chinese communists and the Democratic Party.
2: Maybe. If if real, then that's the case. Yes. Yeah.
10: That's some tinfoil I like. Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> I, I wish we had more time to talk about it. But for now, I will give you last word on the stoplights.
10: Oh, no, I, I don't have a last word on that. I But I, I appreciate everything you guys do. And uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for, for taking calling my in, call. Man. Appreciate it. Have a good night.
2: Hey, mom, if you're watching, can you text me with an update on the baby? She doesn't answer my calls anymore. That's really depressing. Like your parents are icing you out because you bother them too much.
0: She probably blocked you.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, Skeletal. Do you, is, uh, is it working better now?
11: Yeah, now I can hear you. For some oh, great. I had you muted, which is real dumb. So I apologize for that. I must have pissed
0: you, you off, I guess.
11: No, I mean, it wasn't. Was <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that. That's, Matt not, is the
0: worst. Uh, so
11: I'm not that's fine. Comedy, all right. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a public school teacher. And, okay. Um,
2: so you I indoctrinate was, children all day, you monster? Yeah, that's
11: my job. Mm. Um, and I live in New York. Nah,
2: are you a kid diddler too? What's wrong
11: with me?
0: Jesus. Murphy, right? Rough like, night. This is high energy board.
11: blonde. So that means I'm I'm doing something wrong. Um, And I just had an inclusivity training on Monday. Oh. And okay. uh, oh boy. So a couple of things to say about that. So first off, you know, it was the standard woke stuff, but it wasn't like the worst. So as far as like scale from... You know, shrieking and just kind of like, I, I don't even know what Monday and woke things would be, but this was pretty tame. Uh, but it was still very political. And uh, I was the only person to speak up against it in my whole school. Mm. Mm. So I, this is the first time I'm speaking out in front of 150 people and everybody's looking at me. And it was super uncomfortable. But, um, I found it really surprising that nobody would speak up. And I found that really sad.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh yeah.
11: You're going to get fired. Well, maybe.
0: Wouldn't you you sound nine. sort of young. Are you comfortable sharing how old you are or how I'm many 29. years? You- okay. So you, you, you're relatively new to this job. I would assume.
11: Uh, it's my third year. So technically okay. next year would be my tenure year. And I've okay. had five teaching jobs. So I, I get ca- canned pretty quickly. Wow. <laughs> That's a joke. Usually not. But, yeah. um, my last job I had, a. Uh, had some problems um they they wanted me to write like essays on my classes and that just was like stupid not doing that
0: did anyone reach out to you privately to say yeah i uh i kind of agree with what you're saying
11: almost a dozen people reach out to me privately that day and i had people like finding me in the hallway all the time telling me that they read that they agree with me
2: okay well too bad they couldn't find their balls when you needed them to
11: right and i was like so that was kind of my response to most people was i kind of like uh, I told them that, you know, you, you got to speak up too. like, I'm, I I've gotten fired before because of this stuff. Yeah. You know? So, and I was very polite about everything, but, um, it's, it, it's totally unacceptable. Can't let this happen to you.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, maybe I don't, maybe you can convince these people to organize or something. The, the thing is it's the, okay. It's, I think the, the same, this sort of stuff is the same with masks. I've, I've, read some interesting information recently that people are way more comfortably comfortable going unmasked when they're with a group of family members or friends who are also not wearing masks because you feel Mm -hmm. more powerful in numbers than you do by yourself. And that's just true in any context where you're going against the grain. So I know, I know that in your situation, the temptation is to kind of give them a hard time for not speaking up. And I don't think you're wrong for doing that.
11: I'm not like,
0: yeah, but, but maybe, maybe you can convince them to, I don't know what your tactic is, but if you can get these people to team up a little bit, you might get them to come out of their shell.
2: Yeah.
11: Yeah. And and I do know that I, I stirred a kind of a hornet's nest, um, because there was some sort of incident that prompted them uh uh to have this presentation. And I know people are saying stop being polite and whatnot, but n- no 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 no. That's that's just instant fire zone and you don't get anything done. Yeah. Um so it's not gonna work.
0: It is a tight rope to walk, I'm sure. Being um being forceful but not being reckless. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sticking up for for what you believe in, man. Uh, I wish more and, people and, would. Uh, and
11: there's one more comment I want to yeah. talk to you guys about, if that's okay. I assume it's about hi, hi. spanking. Yeah, yeah. It's Well, no, it's not about the banking. It's <laughs> about public school in general. Yeah, sure. So I think a lot of Republicans and conservative people in general are abandoning public schools, and mm-hmm. all you're doing is giving it to communists. Please stop doing that.
0: Mm, Do you think yeah. the fight is winnable?
11: Um, I think the answer, I think any fight is winnable. Chances of success, eh? but you're just, if they're not getting your kids, they're getting your neighbor's kids. That's what happens if you leave public school or if you stop supporting public school and private schools are no better. All you're doing is outsourcing the indoctrination to a private company wow. rather than your government.
0: These mm. are, well, these are thoughts that uh, we'll definitely be confronting in the future. Here. Yep. So th- th- thank you for uh, sticking up for uh, what you believe in and hopefully you yep. inspire some more people. Yep. Happy Have a good day. Mm. You are you on board with fighting for public schools or you're just uh, I assume you're out.
2: Well, they, haven't they already been taken over by communists?
0: Uh, I've, I've seen plenty of evidence of that.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. so why should I have to send my kid to get indoctrinated by a bunch of commie chicks? You know how many commie females there are for every one of these base dudes? That oh, like, in, like, in like public schools? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be like 100 to 1. I think I'm being optimistic.
0: I would hope maybe it's a little better than that, but I it is closer to that than it is to 50-50. Let's put it that so way. So
2: why should I have to um, subject my child to that, to a cause that's virtually already lost? Yeah. You know, things weren't nearly as bad when we were in high school. I graduated in 2006, and I still got indoctrinated with a whole bunch of absolute yeah. horseshit.
0: And I'm willing to fight, and I'm willing to make sacrifices, but it's another thing to say I'm going to sacrifice the upbringing of my child for the fight that that's a big ask for
2: public schools i don't think so
0: i get it i get where he's coming from and i'm glad that he's in the fight but man that's a big ask for uh a sacrificial offering
2: but why doesn't this guy just go teach at a a charter school in north idaho or something maybe he will
0: give him three more years
2: for real like a a (laughs) new york public school that 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 shit's lost yeah it's it's over
0: JL, you there i guess hey how's
12: it going good evening
0: Good Doing evening. well. What's on your mind? All
12: right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it short because uh, I got like three things I was gonna try Good to run luck. through. This, uh, Doesn't cheap. sound like you're trying to keep it short. <laughs> two two COVID stories and then my pitch on ham radio, if you'll have it. Sure. Um. So I, I emailed. Wait, that wait. About start
2: her. start with the pitch on ham radio in case I decide to kick you
12: out. All right, right, cool. So uh, I was talking to Dangerous Spaces about this. We've heard some stories coming out of Australia that have been a little bit um, kind of critical of Biden's dementia issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just encouraging everyone. I've been trying to talk to folks in the Telegram channel. Shout out to those folks. But uh, number one, get a shortwave radio. And number two, if you have the money, you know, you're going to need between six hundred and a thousand dollars. Get a ham radio, get a license so you can practice with it. Uh, when the internet goes down, when the cell phones uh, go down, kind of like they did in Tennessee with the AT and T bombing, uh, that's really the best way to get information. Um, I hang yeah. out on the Telegram channel. I have some guides I've given. Um, I'll answer any questions, but at least get a shortwave radio because uh, for less than a hundred bucks, you can stay like in in tune with what's going on, regardless. So, and that's place. just
0: if you if you just want to listen in, right? Uh, yeah. You absolutely. just want to hear communication. What what is what's correct. the what's the startup cost if you actually want to be a person talking on the air?
12: All right. So the the uh the cost to transmit uh FCC in the United States, so I can speak about. Um it used to be I think ten or fifteen dollars for a license. Um okay. you can study in a week and pass it super easy. Like there's five-year-olds that pass it and get licensed. Um, and then the radio is the toughest thing. There's a cost of entry there, but you know, if you're into firearms at all, you're kind of used to that. So I would say 500 on the low end, maybe cheaper, um, but really? expect to spend up to a thousand. Yeah. It's okay. not too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, I, I really just encourage folks to do it though, because, uh, you can do it. It's not just like talking. People are like, Oh, I have radio, a bunch of old guys talking. No, I mean, you can hook up a computer and literally like send text messages back and forth in, in a second. Yeah. And uh, your, really? your exposure time, yeah, your exposure time of you know being out there broadcasting is very short. So there's a lot of emergency huh. preppers. And, so it's good stuff. But if you have more, that's just the teaser. If you have more, um, hit me up on Telegram. I'm also on uh, Gab uh, at official jml. So at um, official jml, I'll find you on Gab. Um. Okay.
2: Next thing. Go.
12: All right. Cool. And uh, this all, I'll start off with the one that I emailed Matt about. And if there's time, we'll go to the last one, but I've got a quick story about the, uh, the shot. I call it the shot because it's not a vaccine, uh, regardless of what the Merriam Webster website now says. Hmm. Uh, but I had a relative that recently, um, passed away from it. Hmm. Uh, she recently had hip surgery in January and she was recovering pretty well. She's reasonably healthy, no other physical issues. Um, and she received the first shot, um, Uh, And then about a week later, uh, she was having some issues with diarrhea. They gave her, um, you know, the next day she was still having it. And they're like, all right, we'll give you some anti-diarrheal medicine. And so she took that. And then a little while later, when they went to check on her, she was dead. Oh, my gosh. Do you
2: know what vaccine it was?
12: I don't yet. Uh, I'm gonna find out because I'm I'm you know I'm very interested. I have some um worth mentioning, uh, I have some friends that are uh in the let's just put in air quotes front line. So there's a few folks that I know that work in ICUs and hospitals. I have a few friends that also work in some um uh some let's just say letter agencies with the uh the government. And honestly, they're they're seeing similar things with uh with uh my first story, which is someone that um uh, that died. And then uh, they've also seen some ill effects as well from this shot. Uh, so what's I, your gab more, again
2: at official uh, what
12: at official Jmel, same as my uh, same as my discord right here.
0: J M E L.
12: Okay. Yeah. And, and that's uh that's just a nickname that I've had, but yeah, I might so, have some
2: ham radio questions.
12: Yeah, cool. No problem. Um, so that was the shot thing. Um, and the other thing I was just going to say is uh, there was a good <laughs> Christian guy that I knew in high school He's uh, in his he was in his early 40s. He passed away at the end of the year. Mm. Um, he was in the hospital for about a month and he had developed pneumonia, started having some other issues and stuff. And once again, you know, they classified it as a covid death, but mm. it wasn't really covid. He had had surgery when they were trying to fix the fluid buildup in his lungs and then he died during surgery. Um, hmm. if, if you had the guess, what do you think that this, uh, and he's a good guy, I'm not disparaging him, but what do you think that his primary, um, comorbidity was obesity? You got it. The guy weighed about 300 pounds. Uh, he had a uh, family, they were all overweight, but yeah. Hmm. And that's the same exact thing that everyone is seeing on the front lines that I talked
0: to. You yeah. So. And th- there's data to back that poor. up now too. the CDC. I'll talk about it on Sunday, but the CDC released data that showed. Something like eighty percent of coronavirus hospitalizations were overweight or obese. Now, overweight is a much looser categorization. Uh, you know, Very people looser. who look not overweight can be overweight by their definition, but still, we, to your point, what you're talking about generally, the, the idea that there are young, healthy people becoming severely compromised or dead because yeah, of this, it's, be just- it's just not happening.
9: Before yeah,
8: we let please.
2: you go, do you love Mel Gibson? I'm on your gab right now.
8: Um, I really
12: enjoy the uh the scene, you know, from from Braveheart. And I really thought it was kind of cool to to change that image a little bit and to uh to put that line in there because um especially like during the January 6th stuff and all this other stuff, it's like we're being trampled right now. All this stuff is going on and all the talking heads are just like yeah, this is terrible. Let's talk about this random stupid thing with the Meghan Markle crap. Like who cares, man? Like there's some stuff Oh, that's a very important
2: right story. <laughs> very important. Anyway, <laughs> if I could give you some homework, if you love Mel Gibson, will you sure. watch dragged across concrete and then tell me whether or not it's a piece of shit movie? Because I don't know. I have,
12: and it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So- uh, you said piece of shit. You didn't say like uh popcorn or, you know, whatever it's, it's worth watching. Yes. I also but thought movie it was worth about, watching. So. Okay. Right. Well, yep. thank you good. for
0: your insights, man.
12: Awesome. Well, Hey, thanks guys. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night.
0: Yeah. Have a great night.
12: See you. i being really mean
2: tonight. I just, I, just
0: I, I was, it. I feel like I have to give you credit too. We didn't talk about it, uh, on Sunday because the story was just breaking then. And I hope we don't talk about it this Sunday. Cause I don't give a shit about the Royals, but in terms of hating make Meghan Markle, you were way ahead of your time, like way ahead of the curve. No. Bond was hating Meghan Markle way back in, what, 2018? Like, that's why you're banned on Twitter.
2: As somebody that is also married up, I could see this bitch from a mile away.
0: <laughs> Takes one to know one, huh? I know. Yeah. I knew
2: her game. You're getting old. You got to snag somebody better than you. Those <laughs> eggs, they're turning to dust. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. So I knew.
0: All right, uh, yeah. Mall rather is coming up next. We will get to Mall as soon as we get to a couple chats here. Phil over on Tippy Stream, thanks for supporting the show. Um, let's see, over on Trovo, Chubby Stubby, appreciate you supporting the show. Elvacaro casting a spell, um, and geez, he's tall as well. Thank you guys. I, I I I'll never understand Trovo. I need to stop trying, but I, I can see that you guys are uh, supporting the show over there. So thank you for that. Uh, and uh wh- someone actually got a chat through over on d live how did you do it what sorcery is this how han it? Rahan says thanks for the black pills hails to matt and blonde i i don't know i don't feel like are we being black pills tonight i feel no. like we're maybe there is You're a little negativity energy. but there's uh there's spirit there's spirit <laughs> to the negativity hey thanks for uh thanks for tuning in and keeping us on the air it's much appreciated all right
2: uh Bethany, did I already say this one? We're having a New England meetup on March 27th in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. More info on Discord or email me through the community spreadsheet. That is Bethany
0: W. There you go.
2: Josh and Jesus. I want to see Matt put a random person in a timeout. Random
0: person. <laughs> Hypothetically. But yeah, to to get to the what I'm talking about is there are... If you the role of disciplining your children means that you must do things to them that would be wildly immoral to do to other people out there, that's the nature of the job, because the nature mm-hmm. of the relationship is different.
2: Yeah, I can't put like the corner bum in timeout or something. Right.
0: Although we as a society kind of do. But the point should. is, you as an individual don't.
2: No, we do not, and it's a real problem. We used to. I know. Yeah. Thanks, Reagan. Yeah. Uh, Chris, New Jersey says, "Have a five-year-old, then opine on spanking." <laughs> I, I, I under that is a fair argument. I have one well-behaved infant, so yeah. uh, two-way education. Is this the Susan Wiki Wiki show? That blonde chick doesn't look like Susan. I am Susan Wiki Wiki. That's the twist. On our three hundredth episode, everybody's just going to find out that I am actually <laughs> Susan. That
0: Ryan. will be quite the twist
2: um steven suarez blonde the hottest woman in hollywood is 19 in 1995 was natasha henstridge Hmm. so hot even we would tap that (laughs) change my mind i'm sorry about all those things i said about homosexuals steven jeez let me look this up oh yeah this chick's a real fox what in 1995 yeah
0: well i gotta look 1995 because these must be current i'm thinking like Okay, this chick's not uh no.
2: Alright. That is just one homosexual. She, she looks opinion. like Kurt Cobain. Whoa, she does.
0: <laughs> Kurt Cobain's an attractive man, I guess.
2: Nope. <laughs> I don't know. She's she's a handsome woman. She looks like Nicole Brown Simpson before she was nearly decapitated.
0: Those were the good years, yeah. <laughs> she looked great before then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you seen those those pictures?
0: Uh, no, I don't think I have. And I probably don't. I probably don't want to.
2: I don't know. You've seen all the Mexican cartel stuff. The other day night I could not sleep. And I'm like, I feel like looking at celebrity morgue pictures. I don't ask. OK, um, is there a great so, go to
0: website for this?
2: I, I was on Pinterest or something like that, like looking uh. at all the dead celebrities and everything. Those pictures of um, I just said her name, Nicole Brown Simpson. Like he nearly cut her head off. Mm-hmm. I've never seen. You mean babies. the real
0: killer did not OJ. Yeah. OJ's yeah. son or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, Long dong John says, if you think that's dumb, Matt, get a load of people in leftist comment sections in Australia, bemoaning the winding back of mask mandates because it reminds everyone. We're still in a pandemic. Are you serious?
0: I don't know what to say for Australia, man. Uh, Godspeed to you guys down there.
2: Yeah. This is what happens when you let people take your guns.
0: Well, it's not as though we've done a great job fighting back on our own behalf in this country either. We've we've had mass compliance.
2: That's true. On the gun thing, we're better, though. And I heard something on Owen Benjamin's stream today that was the biggest white pill I swear I've heard in the last like five years. I couldn't Hmm. believe it. He was talking about hunters um, because his uncle had sent him an email about uh, populations of hunters. Uh, Wisconsin hunters alone uh, make up the eighth largest army in the world. And then mm. the combination of four American states, like Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Idaho, I think that is larger than the army in America.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. That's yeah, incredible. You you definitely have way more armed civilians than you do active military. That there's no doubt.
2: Well, we never talk about that. That's reassuring. The
0: trouble is we're not organized. You know, if we if we had military level organization and communication, but well, that's when, why everybody
2: needs to get a ham radio.
0: Yeah, and that's why we. Need to be need to be more neighborly and organized in our, at yeah, the very local yeah. level.
2: I'll do one more. Ralph DeLong says, Blonde, just once, will you please wear a plaid blouse? They're so hot. I know you're a straight man because a plaid blouse is not a thing. <laughs> do you mean like a flannel?
0: I am not going to be niggardly. I don't know.
2: Didn't I wear a flannel on Sunday?
0: Or or was it? It was one of the recent streams. I can't remember which day. We both I've been did, into though. flannel lately because yeah. I'm lazy now welcome to the club are you making accusations
2: i'm not doing it for you though ralph (laughs) no i'm just saying my personal upkeep has like gone way down ralph we don't
0: wear clothes for money we only show feet for money okay
2: (laughs) those are the early days
0: let's uh let's be very clear okay let's get back into calls and i'll try to let's be a little more timely here i know we have not done too late for that mall or mal you there
5: Yes, Mal, yes. Uh, and I, you just yanked me from the conversation that I was having with Danger Spaces. What were you guys talking about? <laughs> uh, actually, the point I was going to talk about with you, and that was due to... Oh, wait, first of all, I, I'm i am being rude. Hi, Blonde, how are you? Hi. Okay, so... Um, I was going to talk about the, the video that you made today, the latest video.
0: Oh, the Louisville people?
5: Yes, that got me so hot. I
0: okay. Did you okay? I, I was complaining to blonde before the stream because if you watch the full twenty minute stream, it 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 seriously enraged me. Yeah. I can't believe that somebody didn't w- walk up and sock this lady in the face.
5: B- best believe, I would have done that if she did that to my. Well, I don't have a daughter, but I have a niece. That's a, That's cheerleading. Yeah, and best believe. Well, well, my sister will probably do that first because she don't play. She don't tolerate that. But but I will definitely have some choice words for her. But, but but what really got me was the was the fact that she she's she's saying that she's going to raise her kids to beat up the beat like what kind of what kind of wait? Harvest? What did
2: she she's going to raise her kids to? What
5: she's going to raise her kids. to to, to beat y'all up if he doesn't if it doesn't oh yeah 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 i was just like what kind of what okay first of all what kind of person raises their kids to do something that yeah to be that vindictive or that miserable and two please please don't let me find out that that's what happened because if you do i'm gonna i'm i don't want susan to to
0: each. Well, and it's, it's funny. She complained and she said there was one part in there where she said something to the effect of, you know, all these white kids are going to this cheer competition. Black mothers are burying their children. You know what a great way to get your children buried is? Teach them that they should be able to control other people with violence. Yeah, exactly. because you, you want to have these violent confrontations and expect to survive. Good luck. That's a that's a death sentence. It's only just a matter of time.
5: Oh, but this, please do that, and, and they will probably do that very thing in their own community as well. And that's yeah. the and that's the word and that's the thing. But like you, you mentioned the fact that all these white mothers I don't, send their children to the Chile. I'm pretty sure there was probably some some black mothers in there. Uh, there were. You
0: can I, you can um you can watch the footage, and there are black participants in the cheer call. I didn't want to put them on screen because I. The whole thing is kind of weird. I probably should have blurred out. I realized after the fact, I probably should have blurred out the images of the kids, but they were wearing masks anyway. So I didn't know if it mattered.
5: But I think the mask was probably. A good yeah, that's I didn't.
0: I just didn't want to single out images of people because they didn't sign up for that. No, they were just trying to go to their their cheer competition. But to the point that you're making, there absolutely were black participants in the cheer I contest. It was she, not racially exclusive.
5: Yeah. I wonder what she was. I wonder what she thought about all of those black mothers sending their kids to cheerleading. They get some I doubt, magic, a, man. Yeah, they it's do it? like I was just like, you're saying all of this stuff about you use your white privilege to to, to use your white privilege to uh, be uh, in the black. I was like, well, use your white privilege in a black way. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Yeah,
0: I didn't. Even, I tried to write something about that, and i was like, I don't even know what this means. She, t- <laughs> yeah, to clue you in, blonde. She said, uh, use your white privilege to do something black today, other than cheer. What does that even mean? She kept repeating this.
2: Use your white privilege to do something black today.
5: Other than cheer.
2: So that, you mean to tell that me doesn't that, make any sense? Yeah. So you mean that's to tell so me that's so stupid?
5: That, so you mean I'm a part of So you mean to tell me that being that using your white privilege to be black today does that imply that we don't do anything good with our kind of?
0: I, I guess.
5: Yeah, wow, like, very, wow, well, very, uh, how, how to demonize your own race, Jeez.
0: It's just, I, I couldn't tell if she actually has kids or if she was just speaking hypothetically, but she I feel so.
2: I don't understand the cheerleading aspect here, because everybody knows that the best girls on the cheer squad are always black. Simone Biles was a cheerleader she was, was like, probably
0: a damn good one
2: yeah I bet she was the best cheerleader it's like yeah. well, it's probably helping people stay out of trouble and stuff like cheerleading that's,
5: that's I, I, new I, my new target yeah I don't get the connection my niece is cheerleading and I was like yeah we should yeah they, they, that's a, how are you gonna say that that's a bad thing to cheer no.
2: this is but, yeah. preposterous
0: yeah
5: it's, it's
2: first they came for
5: knitting now, now
0: cheerleading, cheerleading. All right, we'll God. give you the last word if you want it man
5: uh Basically, um I, well I'm well waiting a COVID test at work. Ooh. Yeah. Uh I have to I went ahead and got it and got it. And oh yeah, the mask mandate, thank goodness they they and I'm still gonna probably wear it due to me being high risk, but I but I'm I I'm just I just wanna no, just t- throw you all take these that out shit of, right off. I don't care. I just wanna <laughs> I just wanna <laughs> just throw these uh the only reason like the only reason why I don't throw it out is because I'm high risk, but because yeah, yeah. I I just, I'm, I can't wait for the day that all this crap is over and done with, so I can throw all these masks away. Except for the ones I bought from Sargon; those were the ones I keep.
0: He sold masks. Yeah, that he son sold- of a bitch.
5: <laughs> hey, they're really good. They're really good. They're. What actually do they say really on
0: them, or what's on? Um,
5: them? I have one that says "Diversity is strength" with the Insoc V okay
0: so some of his t-shirt but, graphics basically yeah it's, it's a okay. t-shirt
5: graphics and i will have another one called don't bend the knee and i love wearing that one especially when it wouldn't be other because of topic at in right. certain places but yeah you know uh
0: speaking of the merch store that we use that they do uh, that masks are available now i said hell no <laughs> in our <laughs> store but if you want you know
4: no. <laughs> no. Hey, a deal's
0: a deal. No, I'm not selling masks on principle. No, I will not do this. It. I'm
5: gonna have to buy one for my plane
2: ride. With. I'm gonna buy one that says we the sheeple, I
5: think. If this oh. if if you sell bats, this says never be over and done with.
0: Uh no, it's, I would get ripped up and down, and rightfully so. Uh yeah. yeah.
5: yeah no, don't, don't don't do it. Don't don't and actually don't, I don't
0: know what Sargon's stance on masks is, to be fair. I, uh, I don't he, know
5: he pretty much he he pretty much is on the same board as you. Good. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, all right. Have a good night. Right. Shadonir, are you there?
13: Hey, how's it going? We are well. What's on your mind? So, I'm BDSM guy and Oh, I, that's right. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I was pointlessly yeah. mean to you last week. I'm sorry.
13: No, it's okay. I uh it was, I think it was 2 weeks ago cuz I didn't get on last week, but It was a little while back. I apologize to you guys. I also want to apologize to the audience because I was really tired and not thinking straight at all. Last time I came on and I felt like I really wasted everyone's time wasted. The no. Time. Okay. So, so after so, we got off the phone,
2: me. I was a total bitch to you. And then I was like, I'm kind of worried that guy's going to kill himself. Jeez, And then I couldn't stop thinking about it all night. Gosh. Cause you got on and you were like really somber. You're like, oh, I'm really uh, having a hard time right now. And I'm like, tell me about your stupid BDSM thing. <laughs> and i was just awful to you so i i apologize and, and
0: now like that's totally been shifted this is <laughs> 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 now, now it's nothing but kindness and understanding as you can see no yeah. as as i said in the email man it, don't be hard on yourself everybody the, the worst thing you can do for this show is to treat it as it's as though it's some kind of big deal all right it yeah. is oh, i no. i very much appreciate your respect for the show and your respect for the audience I did not take that call as any sort of disrespect or any sort of failure or anything like that. So no, uh, I, I know I don't, just don't, just don't be hard on yourself
13: about this. Like yeah. I, I feel like any, any facet of life, like, like as a, as a follower of Christ, when I present myself as a follower of Christ, I want to represent Christ well. Sure. And, and as a member of any kind of subculture or, culture in general like i want to represent those things well and i feel like i really dropped the ball last time and so i want i want to do a redo this time yeah sure Uh, And so i want to get to that but first because masks have been a subject tonight uh i wanted to mention that i'm kind of in the process of crossing over from thinking of masks as just utterly ridiculous to be precise here at the very least like Businesses in areas like Texas, where they're not having a mandate now, like I understand if the government's forcing you to have a mandate, but in areas where they don't, if they're forcing you to wear a mask, that's a moral wrong. Yeah. And for the government to be enforcing this stuff, like this, it's morally wrong for this to be happening. Well, when and like the like moral the wrong- customer, I feel like it would be morally wrong to submit when I go into stores like, just so I I'm, have a problem with it
0: just so I'm clear uh, if I'm understanding your perspective you're saying if so there's no more mandate legally in Texas Walmart still wants you to wear a mask you're saying it's a moral wrong for Walmart to make you wear a mask in their in their property or am I'm I moving
13: towards that belief I haven't okay. fully thought it out yet um but like every passing day I find myself more and more convicted of that but I, I need to flesh out the articulation of that
0: okay i'll I'll let you i'll let you pick we can pick one of these do you want to redo on bs bdsm or do you want to talk about this mask stuff
13: i I want to redo on BDSM. i just wanted to put that out there because because everyone has said like it's utterly ridiculous but i'm moving in that direction of of like no this is morally wrong for us to be putting up with it Mm. and i want to you know see if anyone else is is moving in that direction Mm. so but on the BDSM thing. Okay. So much more direction this time. Um, so the, the, way, the way I want to go with this is, is, Blonde, from what I can tell from several comments you've made over time, um, it seems to me like your relationship with your husband is already more like a BDSM relationship, a type of BDSM
1: <laughs> than it is a no
13: popcorn, more, more modern egalitarian <laughs> American one.
2: No, no. I I mean, I do this trad waifu thing, but that's not how I am in real life. I'm not actually a traditional woman. I got married when I was like 29. Uh, I think my husband is cooking dinner right now while I work. You know, it's, um,
13: that's 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 not necessarily that doesn't necessarily discount your marriage from consideration under that label. Yeah, but I'm or, not a,
2: a model woman here. Like no my house is kind of a mess. It's no not one. great.
13: The where I'm going with that is is like specifically like the one that kind of clued me into this behavior like you you made like you made a comment earlier in tonight about like if you started giving the side eye to his family your husband would shut that shit down
2: um Yeah, but he wouldn't hit
13: me. No, well hitting is not the only component to a BDSM marriage and BDSM relationship and relationships can incorporate BDSM elements without uh the physical aspects of that and so what i'm talking about is a type of relationship called power exchange um like when you my
2: parents are watching by the way
6: (laughs)
13: okay okay and i'm not i'm not saying you're in a specifically a power exchange relationship because obviously you guys have no background no understanding of like bdsm actual bdsm culture and so like No, like, I think it's obvious to everyone, you're not in a BDSM relationship, but certain what I'm saying is certain elements of your relationship fall under what BDSM people would classify as a power exchange relationship. So like uh, a few months ago, back when you were first starting to look at interviewing people, uh, you were thinking about. Someone having someone on Andrew something or other. I forget the name.
2: Anglin Andrew <laughs> Anglin.
13: Yes, you, you said that that you decided not to because, as I recall, it was because your husband said no. Was that correct? oh
2: he yeah he was like yeah, absolutely not
13: yeah and so basically you you listened to him you submitted and and obeyed right.
2: I I wanted to not I wanted to do it anyway but but I did not. Know.
13: Yeah. And so,
2: because I love, I love my husband, but I also, I also love the daily stormer. So
13: so don't send me your disavow emails, please. (laughs) Your husband and you listen to him because out of, out of love. And I'm sure your husband told you not to have him on because he was concerned for what that would do to your channel, what that would do to your business, because he loved you.
2: Yeah. All all of those things. Yeah. It would, it would be, uh, we, we'd take some flack.
13: Okay. And so that's, this is kind of the foundation of the, the type of BDSM relationship that I specifically am interested in. Um, like I said, it's, it's generally called power exchange. In- How is
2: this any different than just being in a
0: traditional marriage?
13: That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. So in a, in, in a BDSM, um, background, like, In a BDSM power exchange relationship, I got to refer to my notes here because otherwise I'd be rambling all over the place. Um, Basically, the areas of life, the, the submissive is only going to give up control of certain areas of their life to the dominant. And those areas are going to be thoroughly discussed and negotiated at the outset of the relationship and continually reviewed and revised as the relationship continues.
2: That's just traditional marriage.
13: And I guarantee you that you did not have conversations with your husband about whether or not he could tell you what to do with your business.
2: For sure. We talked about all of this. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, But well. only only because I pushed it a little too far while we were still dating in the terms of my channel.
13: Uh, okay. But I'm sure, um, are there other areas... Well, I don't want to go there because everyone, even BDSM relationships have areas that they're not going to be just dis- to discuss everything. But I c- I can tell you in my experience and in the conversations that I've had with people on on like in the BDSM community and outside the BDSM community, generally the the limits of what um, of how. The person in the submissive position will submit to the dominant is much more thoroughly discussed and and worked out ahead of time before um, the situations come up in the relationship.
2: Okay, we have to let you go. However, when I think about people that are in a BDSM relationship, I cannot separate this from. Uh, the sexual component of their relationship. Like I understand that that permeates all areas of your relationship and and everything like that. But this, when when you're talking about BDSM, people are talking about sex.
13: Okay. Well, okay. There's two.
2: One, you get one, one, you get one reason.
13: They're they're both conversations for another time. The last word that I'll, I'll go with is that, um, if you actually started looking into like the components of what BDSM is as done by the people involved in the lifestyle. Sex is less than 10% of it.
2: That cannot be true. That cannot
13: be true. As someone who has been in the lifestyle for four years now, it's 100% true.
0: We will have to take your word for it and we will catch up with the BDSM next time. (laughs) Thank you, man. Yep. Have a good
13: one.
2: Dude, my mom and dad are sitting over at their house, like with my baby watching this right now, going, Wow, We're so X- proud of our daughter.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> we we've had uh we've had many questionable moments in the history of this show. It's so.
2: gotta be sexual though. I don't understand.
0: Yeah. I I agree, but I I have
2: I, never seen you look more uncomfortable on a call. I
0: just don't I just don't understand the topic. And we've uh, Frankly, we've already spent too much time on it, so I don't want to go yeah. too far down it.
2: But your Tucker Expat, face on?
0: You there? Yeah, kind of.
8: Expat? Uh, <laughs> good Expat. Even- good evening. This is Michigan Expat 522. Matt, are you there?
0: Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> thank you for Blonde, being very are you there?
8: thorough. I am. All right. Let's see here. What do I want to talk to tonight? Oh, yes. I wanted to thank you again for having me on tonight. And again, I wanted to thank you for uh, having me on uh, my first time back in uh, December there, December 23rd, Wednesday. Um, let sure. me think here. What I want to talk to about tonight. Oh yeah, speaking of that little devil. Um, uh do I have your permission my segments that I have in your show? Do I have your permission to repost those on my own channel?
0: Uh yeah, I guess I guess I don't mind that. that the thing I would say if this is a good question for anybody who's looking to use our work. Um ideally if you're creating something that's original, like if you're responding to us or if you're making an original work, absolutely that's that's mm. fair use. If you're, if you're talking about chopping out a segment where you appeared in, I don't have a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, more or less. As, okay. If you do something like that, I would just appreciate a, a link to, uh,
8: exactly, to my yes, channel
0: right. or to the website so people know where it came from. Um, the only thing I don't want people to do in general is don't repost the unedited full show hmm. or an unedited full not. video, something like that. But yeah, other than that, not. I don't really have a problem with it.
8: Okay, very good. Um, let's see here. What do I want to talk to you about? Oh yes, I uh, almost forgot. There requisite joke. Uh, guess where I used to live. I don't know where. Uh, that's right. Ohio, Illinois, Ontario, Canada, maybe Indiana, and of course Michigan. One of those is a lie. <laughs> Got to keep you guessing. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay. Let's <laughs> see here. Oh, yeah, face diapers, face diapers, face diapers. Um, so, yeah, next time uh, you walk into a store, someone badges you about wearing a face diaper, you just make sure to tell them, not today, Satan. Either that or uh, okay. Or uh, you uh, use the uh, use Mr. Garrison quote from uh, South Park. You say, uh, no, you go to hell, you go to hell, and you die. Um, <laughs> okay. Let me think. Okay, you get one
2: I more, talking? and then we got to take some more calls before we, we let everybody <laughs> talk for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, I like that people are calling and, and keeping notes. It makes me feel important. Mm, yeah,
8: yeah. Mm. Oh yes, uh, blonde, 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 blonde. Um, I owe you an apology. Um, you don't know it, but I owe you an apology. Um, I gotta, I gotta admit to you. I mean, I used to mistake you for Lauren Southern. Um, Are you that
2: person in my comments?
8: Oh no, yeah, I've never. I've, honestly, I've never. Uh, I've never made any comments on your section mm. below. But uh, I, I have to, I have to ask you, what is everybody's opinion of Lauren Southern around here?
0: Uh, I think she's a very nice young, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, we, we know Lauren, we're friendly with her, but I can't, I can't, uh, that's not a situation where I can like,
8: I don't know. Okay. So, 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 so you more or less think she's cool. Uh,
0: Sure. I don't, I, sure. I think that she does good work and I have, I've had a good relationship with her.
8: Okay. Okay. It's it's sort of a difficult spot because
0: I can't, you can't talk about these things without going into like personal stuff, you know?
8: Yeah. That's, that's I just want to know where this is going. Uh, just uh, oh yeah, blonde. Uh, you know, because I know you've uh, spoken about uh, Jordan B. Peterson before. I'm guessing you don't like uh, Jordan B. Peterson very well. Uh, can you can you elaborate on that at all?
2: Okay, I, a few things about Jordan Peterson, and this is going to be the last word. I get the last <laughs> word on this call. Okay, Jordan Peterson. The reason I don't like Jordan Peterson is I have a three strikes rule. That, I, you know, everybody makes mistakes. You, you, you can't just throw somebody, uh, throw somebody out for making one mistake. I used to idolize him. I've read his books. I've done his personality quizzes. Mm. So I was like, mm. all right, I love Jordan Peterson. Then he uh, kicked Faith Goldie off the free speech panel because she was too hot a commodity. Mm. Uh, what was the other thing? Something else he did. It was uh, Brett Kavanaugh, right? He said Brett Kavanaugh. Tweet,
0: but yeah, it was a bad tweet. He said
2: Brett Kavanaugh should step down so that we can preserve um, peace in the country, which is an absolute bullshit opinion for somebody that is supposed to uphold truth and justice at all times. And then the third thing was, um, as an alcoholic that is in recovery, when his whole thing with benzos happened, he came out and he made this like big, long speech about how he had just been given too much medication and he didn't know that benzos were so addictive. You are a psychiatrist that is familiar with pharmaceuticals and you are in your fifth or sixth decade, obviously you know that benzos are addictive. And I just wanted him to come out and be like, I am an addict because I couldn't deal with the horrors of life and I couldn't deal with my anxiety. I am no different than anybody that's an alcoholic, anybody that is a junkie or anything like that. I am an addict. And instead, he did this whole litany of ex- fucking excuses about how he got accidentally addicted to benzos. And that's when I was like, last fucking strong. Mm. Also, mm. I hate his daughter. You're- absolute can't stand son her. of a bitch i just i just can't like i i just look at her instagram and i'm like how did this happen mm-hmm. jordan peterson and i don't know if it's people if it's parents responsibilities for how their children turn out but it, you got to think it's some reflection on his parenting right mm.
8: you absolute true, true, true. son of a bitch
2: okay, okay. <laughs> get out of here
8: yeah all right talk to you <laughs> later thank <laughs> you bye
0: thank you man the only uh well, you you said you listened to his interview with uh, dave right
2: it was pretty good he was he was more honest about his his addiction yeah then in prior interviews but he didn't still didn't come out and say like I am a drug addict and I've been recovering from this it's not that he made a mistake and like I thought he was perfect and he could never make a mistake but this was an opportunity for him to be like listen like I could not deal with life and I got addicted to something and it is really screwed up my life it would have made me feel like oh I have something he got, I you. think to be as fair
0: <laughs> no. to him as possible, he got pretty close to that. I don't think he said I am or was an addict. I don't think he said that exact You know, phrase,
2: the first but... thing they make you do in AA is say, I am Rebecca and I yeah. am an alcoholic. It's like the first thing they make you do. Admitting that you have an addiction is the first, is the first. And then they did all this weird stuff, all these weird treatments and everything like that. It's like, you're just, you know, you're a drug addict.
0: I think the best part of that conversation was where he confronted the criticism that he has no business giving anybody else advice, and I think he confronted Fine. that pretty, is... pretty fairly and pretty honestly.
2: Yes, I never said he has no business giving anybody advice. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I just I'm trying to give as much credit to him as possible. Recently, that's all.
2: It was a, it was the <laughs> most I've liked him in years. Okay.
0: Yeah. If people and if people haven't seen it, I would encourage uh, listening to it.
2: Somebody just said it's not drug addiction for fuck's sake, blonde. How is getting addicted to benzos any different than getting addicted to alcohol or pain pills or, you know, opiates of any kind or any drug? How is it any different? How? Because it was prescribed? So what? People get prescribed opiates. It's the number one way people get addicted to heroin. Listen to my interview with Dave Riley. This This is ridiculous. Of course people get get addicted to drugs that they are legitimately prescribed. That's how it happens.
0: Uh is that the argument that if you're prescribed it, it doesn't count as an addiction? Yes. Oh. This is fucking insane.
2: Yeah. That's insane. Doctors are idiots. They'll prescribe you anything.
0: All right. Viking Jesus is gonna get last word tonight. Viking Jesus, you there?
1: Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man?
0: Doing well. How are you? Good. Are you still? Why in, are you uh...
2: Viking Jesus? Do you have a beard?
1: Uh yeah.
0: Are you still in the Portland area or have you escaped?
1: Well, actually, that's that's what I'm calling in about. Uh, yes. For right now, I'm still in the Portland area, but uh, we put an offer on a house and we're moving to a little town. You Basically, you go out into the middle of nowhere and then you keep driving for an hour.
0: <laughs> You're still in Oregon or somewhere else?
1: Uh, it's still in Oregon. Yeah.
0: Do you have faith that uh, the state will recover? Or do you think it's doomed to uh, Kate Brown and the rest of them?
1: Well, unfortunately, I think it's doomed, but I want, I wanted to stay in the state because I wanted to continue to go out hunting with my dad while he's still around. And, <laughs>
0: yeah. you know. They uh, haven't banned hunting yet, you say.
1: No. And well, I'm actually getting, uh, getting to go back to work here this month. Um, you know, because there's some gun shows uh, happening. I'm going to be setting up and vending there. Nice. No, that's
0: uh, right. You're doing the, uh, holster thing, right? Or just various yeah. gun accessories. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Holsters, accessories. And, uh, well, the other side of my, the other side of my shop is uh, I make bondage gear. Um, Right.
0: So this is, what? yes. So, uh, your thoughts on BDSM.
2: Oh God, I can't do this again.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think I'll save the, uh, the, the group chat, the, uh, the misery. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But no, I'm just, uh, that's, wanted to wanted to call in and spread the good news. I'm finally getting the fuck out of Portland.
0: Well, congratulations. That's great. Has yeah, the uh, that's y- great. you said you put in an offer? Has it been accepted or are you waiting?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, we uh it's been accepted and uh we sent in the uh the earnest money and all that and so now it's a hurry up and wait game.
0: Excellent. When do you expect yes. to move out?
1: Um closing date is um early April.
0: Okay, so fairly soon. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
2: It's almost over. So
1: yeah.
0: You have any, uh, is it bittersweet at all? Or are you just excited to get the hell out of there?
1: Um, no, just excited to get the hell out of here. I've been, I've been sick of this town for eight years now. Hmm. So
0: I, I, I sort of want to go back, but I realize I have no more friends in Portland because nobody I went to college with talks to me anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I probably don't want to talk to them anyway. And, um, And all of my memories in my head are so good. You know, it just it pains me to see, like I've said many times, bright eyed intern me age 20 or whatever I was. I had an internship right down by the federal courthouse in Portland. And I have so many good memories of walking through that part of the city. I don't want to go back and see things like that trashed. I don't want those memories ruined for me. I kind of just even though I loved that city, it's sort of like leave the past in the past kind of thing for me.
1: Well, in a lot of ways, it kind of happens every time a Republican is president, too. I mean, there's a, uh, I was, I was telling uh, Dangerous Spaces, there's, there's a reason that the place got nicknamed Little Beirut under Bush Sr. So. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Anyhow, I, was, I suppose I'll uh, let you get back and end the show. And well,
0: congratulations on Big Moves. And I'm glad to, hear, glad to hear your your business is, <clears throat> is back, or at least the prospect of it. I know, God, man, people whose business was going to gun shows or going to any kind of conference-type event like that. You, you guys have just been screwed the last year, so I'm glad to yeah. hear
1: that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, last, the last show I did was uh Day. That's so been over a year.
0: So, okay, yeah, fe- so late February 2020. My God. Yeah. Well, all the best to you and congrats. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. You as
7: well.
0: Okay. That will do it on callers for the night. Thanks. Thank you guys for your patience. I know we did not do a great job with uh, timing efficiency. And I also want to say thanks to dangerous spaces that for as inefficient as we were on time, he did a great job and getting people in ready to go. So big thanks to dangerous spaces there and we will keep the system going forward. It didn't have any hiccups as far as I could tell. Okay, um, if you are uh, wanting to call in or you want to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, you can always send us an email question. And uh, the one and only one way to do that is through the form on the website. On the contact page, there's a call-in show question form. That's mattchristiansandmedia.com slash contact. We'll take questions <laughs> there and respond to them in the last segment of the show as we will right now. What's so damn funny?
2: My uh, baby took a big dump on my mom.
0: Excellent news. Glad to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay ian says uh yeah. you guys addressed my question this wednesday regarding the nap and voluntarism which is great i would counter with the idea that ostracism would be the best deterrent to aggressive types thoughts thank you and great work yeah ian and i yeah, had a fine. little bit of a an, an, email, uh, an email exchange about this
2: did we answer it on the show last week
0: uh we did talk about this whether we agreed with sort of the the principles he was laying out about the non-aggression principle and voluntarism and all that. The, the email exchange that I had with Ian is about, do you think it was sort of about whether ostracism violates the N I, the NAP, the non-aggression principle, which I don't necessarily think it does. I don't, I guess it depends How on what you mean you by. How are you going
2: to tell me that timeout. Yeah. Violates the non-aggression principle, but being ostracized is not.
0: I'm not, I'm, I'm saying I'm trying to use, I'm trying to use the logic that you guys were outlining.
2: Oh, Logic? You're trying to appeal to me with logic?
0: Yeah, I'm not anti-timeout. In fact, I plan to deploy that frequently. What I, I guess what I am saying is that the, the NAP, as you would apply it to strangers out in the world, you don't, you don't necessarily apply the NAP to your child because I have to be somewhat aggressive in disciplining him. Mm. Y- it has to be done. It is my obligation to discipline that kid. How am I supposed to do it by leaving him alone? Okay. I don't leave my kid alone. It's my job to raise him.
2: I don't know. The logic is I don't know. <laughs> Okay.
0: Anyway, the, the ostracism, I guess it just depends what you mean by ostracism. This is what we're talking about. If you mean just um disassociating from someone, just I don't I don't want to be involved with that person. I leave them alone. There's certainly no aggression in that. If you mean active shaming, active Even shaming doesn't really have a coercive element to me. Uh, If I were to grant that shaming is aggression, I would have to grant that speech is aggression, and I'm not going that far. Yeah. So I'm not anti-ostracism. I think you're within your rights to ostracize, to be honest, as long as you are not holding someone captive or coercing them in some way.
2: I'm fine with all of those things.
0: Captivity? Uh,
2: yeah. What about we were talking about um, involuntary institutionalization, which I totally advocate for
0: in the context like, of like drug addicts and stuff. Yeah,
2: no. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like paranoid schizophrenics that are cutting people's faces open on buses need to be involuntarily. Yeah, that, institutionalized. that's
0: a very difficult conversation to have. I can't get you. I can't give you a clear definition or line on that. It, it comes down to what people are even capable of making their own choices uh, or, or are even capable of reason—that sort of stuff. I want to be as—I want to be as, uh, I wanna be as uh, reserved as possible in detaining and confining people. But there's no doubt that some people, whether through drug addiction or through mental state, have to be involuntarily detained. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact rules about what that should be, but there are people that need it. That of that, I am confident.
2: Michael Schlecht, um, the TV station Turner Classics Movies is doing a series called, ah, I heard about this, Reframed Classics, where they review problematic classic uh. films that showcase things like blackface and discuss the significance of them in the film, which got me thinking, is there anything fundamentally different between an actor dressing themselves up as someone of a different race than theirs, a la Mickey Bruni dressing up or playing Japanese in Breakfast at Tiffany's, Mickey Rooney was in breakfast and an actor playing someone from a different country with the same skin tone as them, but doing an accent a la Michael Fassbender doing a German accent in Inglorious Bastards. No, this is all stupid. You're acting. So who gives a shit? Are they going to go after Leonardo DiCaprio for what's eating Gilbert grape? Cause he's a pretend retard. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Can we all stop doing this? We have real problems, you know, the great reset is upon us and everyone's like the Mickey Rooney, blah, blah, blah. Waste of everybody's time. This is so dumb. Their job is to be actors. They can act as anything.
0: Yeah. I wish I could give you a more intelligent answer on this, but as you know, Michael, I've watched five movies my entire life. One of which was cock, which I also know Michael has seen great film. You really should check it out.
2: Do you guys watch it together?
0: (laughs) Mm. Independently, but we had a good chat about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But but to to the point, we are trending toward this bizarre idea that you can only portray people who you yourself are, which does it creates the question that you're asking. What the hell is acting then? You wouldn't need actors. You just need to find someone who is the thing that you're looking to portray. It's dumb. Uh, Steve says, uh, hey, Matt and Blonde, YouTube recently recommended your video from four years ago with Daryl Lamont Jenkins and I found it entertaining. Any chance you would ever consider doing more man on the street type videos in the future? Duh, well, I'm thanks, so tired. Thanks, Susan, for the uh, recommendation of old garbage material. Appreciate it.
2: What it was good. That was good stuff. Those were the the glory days of our YouTube careers. What are you talking about?
0: Uh, well, those were really early. I wouldn't say it's definitely was not the height. Um, but it was almost five years ago. Yeah, four and a half. Uh, would I consider it? Maybe here's the thing it actually is a lot harder than it looks yeah um it's a skill set that i don't necessarily have though it could be developed but the other reality is i don't think i live in a spot that's great for that sort of thing the the thing that was great about cleveland was you had nothing but a mass of humanity who are all politically interested it's very hard for me to go talk to randos on the street if if i don't even know that they have political interest, at least in that context. Everybody who's there is either protesting or pro-Trump, yeah. so you know they have some opinion to talk about. If I just started talking, walking around Bozeman and talking to people, the, half the people would have no idea what the hell I'm even talking about. So I wouldn't expect any sort of any of that material coming from me anytime soon, unless I were to change where i live but given the state of the world uh zero percent chance i move to a city or anything mm-hmm.
2: like that no not gonna happen yeah uh no i just don't have the temperament to do it um like i remember when we were taking turns doing uh the interviews i would just try to get out of mine I, it's I just, very I uncomfortable hated doing it. it's so uncomfortable
0: when you do this cold approach thing i'm not good at that uh It's almost like trying to cold approach uh, a chick or something in a dating context. It's very difficult. And all you're trying to do is just talk to them and have it be. uh, solo. what do you do for a living? The -hmm. other the other on this topic. um, God, I never posted a video of this. I should go back. It's got to be somewhere on a hard drive, but I really should because the Daryl Lamont Jenkins encounter was really important because as I've recollected many times, that was the first time someone called me racist, and it actually kind of hurt. That was, like a t- you know, that was a real big moment in my life. But the, <laughs> I, I know you remember this one. I've never shared the footage, but when I talked to that shout your abortion chick with the leg cast or whatever she had on, yeah,
2: I remember. Yeah. And I
0: was talking to her as a pro-choice person at the time about just asking her, "Aren't there?" Aren't there any moral implications to one abortion and two to celebrating it out in public? And her answer was was no. That it's not only not morally wrong, it's a moral good to be paraded around. We both were
2: like, hmm.
0: It was it was a yeah, it was a gross conversation. It just was. And that's another experience for me that really got gears grinding in my head where I thought I was pro-choice and I realized. Okay, whatever I am, there are some there are moral implications here that this person is not considering at all. And there's no way I'm on that person's team. There just isn't.
2: Yeah.
0: As I fleshed out my thoughts about it more over time, I've moved further and further away from her. But that was the that was a turning point where it's like. uh, We're not teammates, whatever you are, we're definitely not teammates.
2: We were I was a libertarian back then. Hmm.
0: God, I didn't know that. I didn't know you ever considered yourself one. At least you said so on my channel. Yeah. At least when I've known you. But.
2: Yeah. Nonsense. Just hmm. absolute nonsense. Those were the days. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was smoking a lot of weed then. Uh, Kathy (laughs) Bear says, "Hey guys, it's me again. What do you think about a top five primary election for state
0: legislators?
2: A top five?
0: I'd have to have this explained for me. Do you mean when you say top five primary? Do you mean uh, like ranked? voting choices or what do you mean that must
2: be what she means Um, is this a concept that i should be familiar with
0: okay so i I, i'm googling here i just don't see a, a definitive explanation for what she's talking about i'm going to assume she means ranked voting or top five okay here's what else she might mean top five primary election might mean just open you can pick any party so in the primary, you could you could say, I want to vote for this guy for for the Democratic primary, this guy for the Republican primary, maybe even this guy for Libertarian or third party or whatever. Uh, I don't know enough about how that would work. To opine on it. Uh, to give any sort of solid opinion on that. But as as we have talked about in recent weeks, there are some problems, assuming this is an open primary system because it sounds like it is. There are some problems in open primary systems. I And I haven't put my, I haven't thought about this thoroughly because I don't like the idea of having to register for a party to vote for a candidate in a primary. But there is another side of the issue, which is a big problem, which is the sabotage vote. And I, I've i done yeah. this. I've sabotage voted for Democrats that I think are likely to lose. And it happens the other way around too. In fact, many people theorize, and I think validly, that a lot of... Uh, it's not just a theory. Democrats do this. Democrats vote in open primaries for effectively leftist Republican candidates. your Mitt Romney types. They vote for the, the so-called rhinos because they know that they can be controlled. So you by opening up the primary system, you do open yourself up to sabotage in that way. Yeah, You have to decide for yourself what's more important, being able to vote in any primary system that you want regardless of registration or allowing those with nefarious intent to sabotage your candidates. What's the more important thing to you?
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm a saboteur.
0: That is true. It, sabotage is not just a cost. You do get to sabotage. Yeah. But.
2: I don't know um, any, enough about this to even opine. Yeah. Um. Oh, YouTube, I, I think I read that one.
0: YouTube Insider says, uh, Question Matt. Really? Y- to your point a couple weeks ago back or a couple weeks back about Islamophobia. Isn't that basically Sharia courts? I don't remember what the weeks. point was. Neither do I. Oh, uh, I think I, th- if, I think what I was saying is, this, I think the topic we we're talking about is whether there should be a set of rules from the federal government to be a state, basically. Mm. That should the Bill of Rights apply to the states and should we all have, should all the states have a base set of rules about fundamental principles, fundamental values, fundamental liberty, or Does the federal government have no say in how states run their business? And could you literally have an Islamic state within the United States? When
2: did we talk about this? This
0: is maybe a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, Isn't that basically Sharia courts? Yeah, it would be. Let's say you had a Sharia law state. Should that be something that would be permissible? In my mind, no. I think there should be baseline membership to the club. I agree. Yeah. Otherwise, what do you share?
2: Yeah. And and the Constitution
0: does require a Republican form of government within the states as well.
2: Um, he also said Blonde, uh, if you do have Steve Franson on, can you talk about his book uh, Peaceful Parenting? But that discussion may be better on motherline. That's a great suggestion. Thank you so much. I think it could round out the discussion you've both been having lately about raising children, especially since Sargon is espousing dadaism on the lotus eater eaters. Is that what he what he really meant? I don't think he meant dad. It
0: reads dadism, but is it
2: <laughs> Oh, Dadism.
1: I just
0: I changed it, it auto-corrected to Dadaism, like you said. Oh. Or okay, European what what is this philosophy? I don't know what it is. Dadaism
2: is is an is an early 20th century garbage art philosophy headed by Marcel Duchamp. That guy was a fucking hack. Duchamp. I can't imagine what that that's what no, that's what he meant.
0: Well, what is dadism then? I don't know. It's the philosophy of being a good dad, clearly. There's no such thing as dadism. Or maybe it's a philosophy that Sargon invented. I'm unfamiliar with dadism, but I'm also unfamiliar with Dadaism. I have to punt on this.
2: I too shall punt. Uh, AJT, would you say that... Oh, okay, okay. Would you say that black people, especially in the U.S., are some of the most gaslit people in the country, if not the world constantly told we're oppressed and that we need new legislation to fix racism. Despite history saying that all the legislation did was exacerbate or create problems, welfare and fatherless homes. The fact that so many blindly vote one way and keep getting solutions that don't work seem to be the goal. And with education in the hands of the people causing this, I don't see it getting better. That is well, uh, well said. Um, yeah, I, I've said this so many times in the show that I, I'm probably infuriating the audience by being with my redundancy. But in the '40s, the black community had lower unemployment rates and lower fatherless rates in the in the home, higher marriage rates than the white community. Hmm. They were doing quite well. Um, so I think that uh, in the absence of of welfare and fatherlessness and drug addiction and criminality and the things that come with that, that uh, the the black community does pretty well. And they third natural allies of American whites.
0: I was listening to Larry Elder talk about this stuff earlier today in the car on a podcast. And uh, I just appreciate everything he has to say about this. Cause I think he's a hundred percent correct, but he was talking about how the government back in the sixties under LBJ uh, effectively convinced or even coerced, uh, black families or black mothers in- specifically to marry mm. the government, right? Instead of right. to marry and maintain their marriages with their husbands, and uh, that is what continues to this day. They have they have made, and it's not it's not just black people. They've done this to families across the the board racially. They've substituted the father with the state, and uh, they want to keep offering goodies. The daddy state keeps wanting to offer goodies yeah. to incentivize you to marry him over. An actual spouse, and it just it just keeps building and building, and of course it comes at a cost of destroying the family, and ultimately society, on which the family, uh, or uh, on which uh, and the society that is built upon the family is what I'm trying there to say. But we're two hours in, you know. Okay, uh, McMonaghan says, "Is the Second Amendment?" If the Second Amendment states that armed militias are necessary to secure a free state, are there any weapons owned by the state which should not be legal to own for citizens? Nerve gas, C4, fighter jets? Um, in my general opinion, no, not really. I think that the principle here is that, uh, is that if, as long as you have something to defend your rights and it, it does not inherently violate the rights of other people, why does it matter? I, I don't yeah. think that, say, an automatic... Uh, an automatic firearm, a machine gun, inherently violates the rights of other people. You might make the argument that, say, you have some nuclear weapon that you can't maintain and is therefore a risk or a hazard because you can't keep it from melting down or something like that. Uh, sure, if if I I guess I'm I'm willing to hear the argument about things that have inherent dangers to other people.
2: Mm. I wouldn't allow the average citizen to have biological weapons. You know.
5: Hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know enough about how they're maintained or how they're housed or all I'm saying is I think we are so far on the other side of this. I'm not saying it's, it's insane to think that maybe there are things that are so inherently dangerous or reckless in and of themselves that they should be outside the hands of the average person. I'm sure such things exist, I suppose, but we are so far on the other side of this where we aren't, The, the, the idea here is, is. Leveling the playing field between the citizen and the government or the citizen and any abuser. Are, are fighter jets necessary to do that? Maybe, maybe not. Um, C4, I don't know. Basic firearms? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And and, and what we're talking about is chipping away at, at, at firearms, at, at guns in general right now. I know that maybe that's not a perfectly satisfying answer because I can't give you a checklist of these are the weapons that should be banned. These are the ones that aren't. But in general, I just think we should operate on a philosophy of if there is no inherent danger to other people by you having a piece of property, then why would we ban the piece of property?
2: I'm fine with that.
0: Got a lot it's of gray G- area around it, admittedly, but that's a starting point.
2: Jake Riley. Hey, guys, a fun question to ponder. Who are your top five and bottom five U.S. presidents? I, I'll We'll give you one. One top, one bottom.
0: Uh, <laughs> save that one 5 um, is 5 is maybe a little more than we could do but we could name some um in terms of my top
2: uh one
0: I, if i had to pick okay if i had to pick one i'd i'd pick george washington for actually oh, yeah. uh willingly surrendering power but i'd also uh coolidge is a great option for doing jack shit
2: coolidge <laughs> would be what uh what i would like to say um, Nixon for other reasons.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm just joking.
2: Um, I was going to say, Nixon what did he
0: do? He must have done something very based.
2: Oh, his uh, his leaked tapes are hilarious, and he was so oh. high level paranoid to um uh. to record himself. And the Watergate thing was was also really paranoid. Huh. He was going to win in a landslide. Uh, he took us off the gold standard. He was a disaster for president. Um, bottom, bottom president
0: fdr for me fdr, I, FDR yeah, was... I think fundamentally changed the relationship between the individual and the government in a very damaging way
2: maybe lincoln
0: i mean you can make you can definitely make arguments that lincoln did a lot of anti-liberty anti-constitutional anti-states rights type stuff
2: yeah you should have let the south secede hmm.
0: you wonder that'd be a great i'm sure there's all kinds of uh, alternative history written about that but if, if you could snap your fingers and see how it played out, I wonder what sort of situation. Well, people act
2: like we would still have slavery today. We wouldn't.
0: Uh, highly unlikely. Yeah, I would, uh, I would
2: there's think. no way. Um, okay, I'll go with Lincoln if you're going to go with FDR.
0: Okay. They're going to have to fight each other. for yeah. the Calvin Coolidge
2: reason. literally did nothing. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> I was watching a documentary about Mount Rushmore the other day and Calvin Coolidge visiting to, oh. I forget what he was doing, some commemoration or something, but. Back in the day when presidents rode horseback, that was really cool. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean, if we should bring that back. Joe Biden couldn't I do it. I just
2: remember that Joe Biden is president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever Joe Biden, I was listening to Frank the other day. He called them Joe Biden's ventriloquists. I like that. Term. Whoever Joe <laughs> Biden's ventriloquists are, they're pretty bad.
2: Frank. Chris. I'll never forget that comment in the, when he filled in for my, um, when I was in labor. Yeah. That Frank looks like Matt, but on the back of a spoon. <laughs>
0: that's that's a good one. It
2: is. It's so true. He does look a lot like you, but like a little stretched out. He,
0: he's like, uh, he's like Italian me, you know, <laughs> or maybe I'm like Scandinavian him. Who knows?
2: Chris from New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, don't you think the White House disabling comments in the year two vids is a 1A violation? Remember when Trump blocked people on Twitter and they tried that angle? Lawsuit anyone? Yeah, probably. But uh, I, I've also lost hope that we uh, can exploit any existing legal avenues to
0: protect our, st-
2: our constitutional rights.
0: And I don't know what the status of that is either. It was a New York state, which was either a federal decision in New York state or is a New York state decision. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. where they said Trump can't legally block people. But is that actually a legal precedent? Is that binding in any way? I, I don't know the I legal know. status on that decision. Manly looking tranny. Ugh. Manly men, even us newly minted tranny, <laughs> trannies like new with dong. new dongs are not Singular. attracted to just beauty and youth. If if a woman doesn't have a good head on her shoulders and doesn't have Why shit is this together, written
2: like this person doesn't speak English,
0: the surgery must have been a little rough.
2: If woman doesn't have good head on her shoulder, (laughs) that's what it says. And doesn't have her shit together.
0: No matter how hot they are, they would be trashed sooner than later. Look at the example of Charles who chose ugly Camilla over cute drama queen Diana. So women should put away their fancy dresses and thousands of dollars worth of makeup and work on your behavior. Agree or not?
2: There's no way that's true. I mean, Um, you don't want a woman that's not, that doesn't have the crazy inner.
0: Mm, I I definitely don't want too much of the crazy. Yeah,
2: you want a woman that can control her crazy.
0: Yes, yeah, so self How do I want to phrase this? I had a good conversation with uh with the wife the other night. And I I don't I don't know if I can repeat this because it was kind of a private conversation, so I probably shouldn't. But don't. the the <laughs> the gist was appreciating appreciating female self-awareness. And self-awareness in general, we all Everyone should be self-aware. That's a great thing. But I really like when women are aware of their irrationality. It is That is
2: the best you're going to ask, you're, you're going to get, okay? Yeah. You're not this thing of like, oh, I wish I could have this chick that just hangs out and she's cool. That chick is a dude. Like, If, yeah. if you are married to a woman that is at all attractive, she's going to be somewhat crazy and you should just hope that she knows when she's being crazy. Yeah. That's the best you can hope for.
0: Yeah, and my life got a lot better, as I've said many times. Young me would have gone, Let me, uh, oh, how do you feel about this? Let me validate, let me validate your feelings. And uh, current and me goes, Then you'd
2: never have sex again.
0: Correct. Yeah. And current me goes, That is female nonsense. Yeah. Let's talk about it later or not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, you decide what pathway is right for you. Um, Anyway, to the, to the question, uh, I think makeup is the wrong way to look at this makeup, makeup. I I appreciate, I appreciate a woman who can make herself look good. That's great. But makeup is secondary to just taking care of yourself. There are so many women who are way overweight, for example, and think that they can buy the entire stock at Sephora and like fix it. You're not going to take care of yourself first. and yeah, look, when you look good for a night out, that's great, but take care of yourself first and worry about makeup and stuff later. Um if I had to choose between uh aesthetics and and crazy, well I as as we've said, self-awareness about crazy is of the highest the highest value.
2: Watching you try to answer this question has been the most hilarious well, answer <laughs> of all. <laughs>
0: I have to walk on eggshells. These are things that are, these are things that are of value t- to think about for the audience. Cause people love talking about this stuff. And also, um, no, I should just shut up. I'm just going to shut up. Just-
2: the makeup thing. Some of us thin women have hereditary dark circles that they have to deal with, with cosmetics. So I'm not saying
0: no makeup. I'm no, saying the live
2: chat that makeup is false advertising. Everybody. Yeah. You want your women to look better than they do. For your friends. I, th-
0: I think that's fair. But that said, um <laughs> yeah. here's some here's something that I can say without getting in trouble. One of the reasons I, I knew that my wife was the right one is because uh seeing her with makeup or without, she looks she looks good. You know, she looks the same to me. She doesn't look like a stranger without makeup on.
2: That's how you knew she was the That was right part one. of
0: it. That was part of it. It's not the defining reason, but yeah. you don't feel like you don't feel like you're dealing with a new person
2: you haven't <laughs> because, done a great job navigating these this question
0: oh uh, she'll probably be pissed but
2: <laughs> yeah. okay
0: i'm trying to, uh, i'm just i'm done digging all right let's move on
2: i was gonna bail you out of this but now yeah. i'm just gonna let you asker and embla not adam and eve uh what do you think of daylight savings time uh retarded I personally don't understand why it's still a thing. Wouldn't it be easier to just change the time we choose to do things, i.e., going into work an hour earlier as opposed to pretending that time scoots back an hour, the effect would be the same without the hassle of having to change the clocks twice a year. Of course, I think time zones themselves are retarded and we should be doing everything in terms of elapsed time. So maybe I'm not I I, I agree with you for the most part, although I really do appreciate the extra hour of sunlight. In yeah. the spring. Yeah.
0: Well, to his point, I mean, the days just get longer anyway. So you could just yeah. change the time that you do stuff and still get that same oh, yeah. experience. I'm pretty dumb. It is. It's it, it. We talk about constructs. This is actually a construct. Yeah. Uh. So. I don't know. I, uh, the only argument I could make for it is I don't like disrupting routines. I don't like change in that way. Yeah. I sometimes I just like habit and uh, it's kind of a habit, but I, I certainly could live, learn to live without it. It would have. It would have no effect to the point that he's making. It's all just made up in your head. Uh, uh, From a fan blonde, have you heard of Keith Woods and his daughter and daughter of Albion? Uh, I think they would be great interviews, especially if you can talk to Keith about third positionism.
2: I'm familiar with them, but I haven't watched a lot of their content, but thank you for the suggestion. I am looking for new people to interview. Hmm. I have linked up with Devin stack, by the way. So everybody get excited about that. Hmm
0: incompetent hands is up next
2: um if you could save and fortify one thing for the future of the country what would it be culture free markets or masculinity anything you would add to the list if i had to say one of those one of those things it would be masculinity.
0: i think he's just saying fortify one thing for the future so i guess you could pick
2: oh he's not having me choose between those okay
0: he says anything you would add so that implies to me that you could pick something different if you want
2: um christianity
0: Hmm.
2: widespread christianity
0: if i could change masculinity to mean uh gender roles i think that would be uh, beneficial which is weird to say it's weird for me to think that say uh preserving the constitution and proper values and all of these things are stem from gender roles. Cause that's kind of an odd thing to say, but the more I think about it, the more I think that it's true. True. If yeah. we, and again, this is not about forcing anybody into a life they don't want to live, but if we acknowledge and promote the truth that men and women are generally happiest in traditional roles with each other, and they generally produce families together that are the building blocks of society, that's a great start. And if you want freedom and constitutional values and all of those things to follow, those are sort of a natural product of healthy families, but you also don't get those without healthy families. What's the reason that people are so attracted to big daddy government? It's because big daddy government is the daddy they don't have or the husband they don't have or the family the they don't have. Yeah, they don't
2: have sometimes. Yeah.
0: So if you want to talk about people who value freedom and are autonomous in the way that I think a lot of conservatives and libertarians want society to exist
2: nuclear family it's
0: about building nuclear families and how does that happen it's through healthy relationships between men and women again it's not about forcing anyone to a box into a box it's just acknowledging um men are happy when they are with women and generally uh like head of household type situations and women are also most happy in that situation i had um i there was a there's a uh this is a stupid story, but it was kind of revealing to me. There's just a, a class I take in town, like a like a dumb gym class. And the uh, the instructor is is great. And she's a she's a uh, female. She's a mom of several kids. And it's her job to organize the class and tell us all what we're going to do. But frequently she'll come in and she asks us what we want to do. And everyone's kind of like, well, you're, you're the you're the teacher. Like, yeah, you, tell you tell us what to do. She She said the other day, I just want someone to tell me what to do. <laughs> and, I, and I just, when you think about that, it's like it kind of is in the nature there. It's she, ingrained in that. She us, just yeah. wants someone to put a plan of action in front of her and make it happen.
2: Well, that's what all women want. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know people think that I'm hard on uh, like masculine women and effeminate men and gay men and, and all this tranny nonsense and everything. And I am. And But the reason that I ridicule people like this is that uh, that's how women respond to the dysgenic nature of of people. It's why women slut shame each other, because it makes uh, nuclear families fall apart. Hmm. Uh, when women are banging each other's husbands and stuff, it's, it's ingrained in us to be catty when we see dysfunction in society.
9: Yeah.
2: Uh, so I, I really just want women to all band together so that they, we can hate on the same things. That's, Mm. that's really the way society should be like lesbians. And, uh, (laughs) did you hear this Milo shit? Incredible.
0: I I I wonder if maybe we'll talk about it on Sunday, but yeah, he came out as straight.
2: Well, he's been celibate for 250 days.
0: Yeah. He says his um, husband and, has been demoted to housemate.
2: Yeah, I mean, part of me thinks that maybe this is a is a ploy, because now it's the most outrageous thing. But also, if um, if this is real and he can Jesus his way out of rampant homosexuality, then right on, right on, man.
0: You decide for yourself if you think he's authentic. I, I read through some of the interview stuff. It seems to me. It seems authentic to me. Granted, I'm someone who is, rightly or wrongly, I'm still a fan of Milo. There's probably nobody who was more formative in the changing of my mind on a lot of things than that guy was. I know he has his flaws. I know he has a lot of haters. And I know he has a lot of accusations of being disingenuous or just trying to be a troll for the sake of being a troll. And I don't think that's, I don't think those are, uh, those, those accusations lack validity. But I read through what the stuff he was saying and. To me, it reads sincere. To me, it reads. I
2: know it read sincere to me, yeah. too.
0: So uh, all the best to him. You know, this. it seems to me that he's made a, a personal choice in how he wants to conduct his life. And of course, this is going to be treated as anti-gay or some sort of uh, like conversion therapy or whatever. Listen, people should be free to make their choices about how they want to live their life. He's made a choice on his and that should yeah. be supported.
2: Yeah. OK. OK. Uh, this is the last one, right? Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Chris M says, hey, faggots, this is for blonde. I was trying to explain to my wife <laughs> oof, why you want to repeal the 19th and the short form was women are irrational and make emotional decisions and can exercise power in the home through their husbands. I likely missed some nuances. Nope, not really. She asked why this doesn't lead to the opinion that women shouldn't be in the workforce at all. Can you please give a more concise explanation of your point of view on this? and whether or not it should argue for women not working and why. Um, Of course, it's an argument for women not being in the workforce. We talked about this a little bit uh, last week, but as soon as women joined the workforce, uh, uh, male wages were cut in half, and then it required two incomes to support a family. In the 50s, you could buy a house Like free and clear, and support a family of like six on a plumber's salary. And now it's like I have to drop my kid off in some minority run daycare so that I can go work a middle management job, like doing PowerPoint presentations all day. And then after daycare, take home an additional 20 grand a year or some stupid shit. It's retarded. If all women left the workforce, male wages would rise and we'd only have to have one income anyway. Instead, we have all this millennial like hustling. Every one of my friends has like four jobs. It's ridiculous. Um, Shouldn't be this way. Uh, Egalitarianism, it, it never truly works in relationships. But yeah, that was an astute observation from your wife. Yeah, I, I think that women either lack agency or they're responsible <laughs> for the downfall of the West. And because I don't want to take responsibility for the downfall <laughs> of the West, I'm going to say we lack agency.
0: Well, if they lack agency, you're not really capable of immorality, but you clearly are.
2: Uh, I'm not. I've never done anything wrong (laughs) in my life. All right. Um, but I do, I do largely think that women, I mean, it takes a special, a very special kind of woman to function in, in the male dominated sphere. Like, and I talk about Ann Coulter all the time. Um, she is such a specific personality type. Like Ann Coulter is like one in a thousand women, one in a hundred thousand women. um, but women, just they just don't work well in, in these spheres. They would do better in the home. Like all, all the women that are listening that work, be honest with yourself. Wouldn't you rather be at home raising children and supporting your husband? Wouldn't you rather do that? I would. And I have a job. Do you have for anything now. to say? <laughs> <laughs> all hey, right. We've been doing this for five. This is like the longest job I've ever had in my life. It's five years now? More than five years?
0: Yeah. Well, no, and neither blonde nor... I can fire the other because we're not each other's bosses but also because of mutually assured destruction you know exactly it's a proper we set this arrangement. up perfectly yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright thank you for the email questions that is much appreciated again if you'd like to send an email head over to the website mattchristiansandmedia.com slash contact there is a call-in show form awaiting you you can fill that out and we'll answer your question when you send it in. Okay. Let's uh, catch up with chat and we'll call it a night over on tippy stream. Walsey says, enjoy the show minus the BDSM callers question mark. Well, uh, you know, every once in a while you get, uh, you get some odd topics, but, uh, he is a very good natured guy and I appreciate, uh, even though I don't understand the topic, I appreciate his, uh, respect for the show and his, uh, and his kindness to us. Let's see. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot over on D live. Uh, somehow people made uh, somehow people got through their system. Deus Ex Machina, Spaldo, Bella Corn. Uh Let's see. Uh, Taco Junkie. Appreciate you guys. And let's see three over on Trovo, three more Der Frank. Uh, and that's uh, we're good there. Thank you guys for uh, building up the community on Trovo. And that's all I got on those platforms.
2: Long Don John says, if you think that's dumb, Matt, did I already read this? Get a load of people in leftist comment sections in Australia. Yeah, Yeah, we talked about that one. Okay. Oh, yeah, because the plaid blouse. Yeah. Okay. Tori D, have either of you seen the gay ABCs video, I Don't Want to Live on This Planet Anymore?
0: (laughs) No. Is this some child indoctrination thing? Let me Google it. The ABCs of LGBTQIA. This is in the New York Times but it's from a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, I can't read it now. I'll check it out later.
2: <sighs> Sylvan says, why are you saying communism? It's Marxism. Let's not beat around the bush. I don't know. Aren't they kind of one and the same? Uh,
0: I, I'd be curious. I, I, I use them interchangeably. Really. I'd be curious what, um, what the distinction is. Maybe one is the philosophy and the the other is the government implementation.
2: Yeah, fine. I use socialism and communism interchangeably too, because one is owning the, owning the means of production and the other is owning, you know, the land and everything like that. So it's like, it's a distinction with that much of a difference, right? Um, dying light of the West says, Oh wait, Cameron Vesey says people were dying at a much higher rate in intersections when stoplights were implemented than dying from COVID.
0: (laughs) That's probably it's probably, a, true. A, I will, I'm guessing that, that that statement is true. I don't know, but yeah. probably true.
2: Um, dying Light of the West, celebrating one month with our newborn. Tough to keep swallowing black pills when thinking about his future. Desperately looking for white pills. Any thoughts? Um,
0: Thanks for supporting we love the show, you. first of all. You're very special. Um, the white pill is the child itself, at least I would hope. Uh, and, and that's the one thing that I look forward to.
5: That's in the future very like much
0: well seriously because it for me when i when i start feeling down about the state of the world it's thoughts about giving up i don't i don't sit here and think about giving up i love doing this i love this community and i don't until they come and kick down my door and make me give up i won't but when i do experience down thoughts about like well what are we doing the fight is we've lost so let's just let's just uh accept it those thoughts about those defeatist thoughts are always on my own behalf. You know, it's like if I'm going to lay down, I'm going to do it because I give up. But at least I hope in the future when my kids are on the line like there there is no give up or right, will die before I give up on them. And yeah. that is, that in and of itself is a white pill in the form of purpose, at least the greatest. I think the greatest tragedy, some of the greatest suffering is living a purposeless life. That's, that's agonizing feeling like you have no value. You have no worth. You have no purpose in this world. As soon as, uh, as soon as that kid is, uh, dependent on you and you're responsible for that kid, uh, you'll never live a purposeless day in your life ever again.
2: And that's true. Yeah. So the weight I, of responsibility is crushing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I would hope that, uh, that, that the kid itself is, uh, is a source of that for you.
2: Um, That was a good answer, but also a total cop out. Um, (laughs) that's bullshit. Okay, when I am looking for white pills, I've got my YouTubers. They're like my my therapists. Like I've got, I go to to black pills when I'm when I'm feeling sad and hopeless. And then if I want a white pill, I always listen to Owen Benjamin. Hmm. And I know some people think that he's crazy and has lost his mind. He's not. Owen Owen might be the sanest one of us all. Um, and listen to the interview that I did with him. But he has no tolerance for despair like
0: mm.
2: none and uh that really helps me it helps it helps me get into gear because he just won't he just won't fucking hear it like won't hear it um so yeah check out Owen Benjamin he has a youtube channel now that he, it's not his youtube channel it's his gay friends youtube channel called and he
0: appears on it or what
2: yeah, yeah. uh tea time with gary and terry
0: okay
6: and
2: he has been like Gary and Terry have mysteriously just been gone since the channel started. And wow. so it, so Owen's just taken over, uh, yeah. doing some live streams. Um, so yeah, check that out. I, I'm pretty sure he posts one like every day, but, um, huh. and if you don't like Owen, everybody should give him another chance. Give another
5: chance. Hmm.
2: Cameron Vassy Vassy also said creating a union to stand up against the union is the right direction, but so wrong in the end. Well, what are the, <laughs> What were they supposed to do? I mean,
0: uh Wait, wait, wait. Oh, this we're we talking about secession. I think Is that, so. Oh, OK. I was thinking labor union for some reason. You're talking about union of states.
2: I mean, it must be because we were talking
0: about. Yeah. Um, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I would assume.
2: Uh, well, my husband's cooking. <laughs> uh, Jenny Nickum said, oops, sorry, I didn't catch what the teacher was talking about in the beginning of his call. I also like the new call screening thing. Thanks.
0: Well, excellent. And th- you can thank Dangerous Spaces for that. He is uh, doing the hard work.
2: Jenny, did I tell you that Caesar has gone to a good home? Like he actually did. I didn't put him down. He actually <laughs> went to a better home. Um, Cause I know that she was interested in taking my dog and then she wasn't able to. So uh, Caesar did find a good home. He's very happy there. He's running on a farm. I'm just joking. He's I
0: actually dead. believe blonde. She told me the story. I actually believe it. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. true.
2: Yeah, it yeah. is. I, I couldn't deal with the guilt of putting him down, although um, I thought about it. <laughs> Godzilla 2K26. Uh, Gadsad is... What?
0: Is
5: the I... who?
2: Is the one that forced oh. the problem with Faith? That must be it. I don't know.
0: I, I don't know what that one is, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: but Jordan didn't stand up for her. I heard oh, him force say... Oh, forced the problem
0: with Faith Goldie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I heard Jordan Peterson say she was too hot a commodity to, to deal with at that time.
0: Hmm. Well, in fairness, I'd have to go back. Was he describing someone else's opinion or was he describing his own,
2: his own opinion? Yeah. Okay. He was just saying that it was just, they didn't want to deal with the public flack. It's like you are all people that have been uh, demonized by the left. And now you're like, Ooh, well this association is blah, blah, blah. Hmm. It it was not cool. Holden Mulray. Hi guys. If for every one base due to New York city school system, there were a hundred woke women. Doesn't that mean the payroll is 77 to one?
0: <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: Sounds about right. Shauna Thornton. My mom's best friend is a black lady, five kids with her husband. They've been married for over 25 years. They're both small business owners. I agree. Natural allies. I know. Yeah. I hate this, this thing that like we can't get along with, with black people. Like why? Well, uh, go to Atlanta and you'll see a lot of black and white people getting along.
0: Any race, any culture there's, I think it's just a human truth. You want to talk about the best predictor for the, the success of children? Uh, mom and dad at home
2: mom and dad together
0: yeah that's one of the that's that's a basic law of social science yeah I, I i don't care how how talented you are how rich you are whatever or or vice versa how how much in a state of struggle you might be if mom and dad stay together in the home kids are going to be better off for it much greater chance of success
2: Calvin 58 arizonans arizonans Arizonians. Arizonians, arizonans yeah are intellectually superior in regards to the absurdity of daylight savings.
0: Yeah. They don't do that shit. Really? Yeah. It becomes an issue for, you know, sometimes if I have to have a call with an Arizona person, you got to coordinate and be very careful.
2: Mm, Okay. We're good.
0: All right. I think we are all set. I'll do a quick refresh just before, uh, over on D live. Um, D live gave back monetizations today, says, uh, JJ, hempcrete bear and Dur- Dur- Durius also well that's great news if this is true i didn't even notice but thank you for informing me and if you want to give d live a second chance i don't know if i would trust him but that's still excellent news and of course we're not going to stop broadcasting on d live if people want to be over there um geez uh, geez he's tall casting spells over on trovo as well well that's great news i will uh keep an eye out for that on sunday Uh, or make an announcement about it on Sunday so that people are aware. Thank you for letting me know because I didn't even see it. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us tonight. And I appreciate everyone's patience as well. I I didn't necessarily intend to talk about uh, BDSM and spanking for probably a combined half hour. But you know how it goes. And again, uh, I appreciate Dangerous Spaces for putting in the work on the new screening system. And I'm glad to hear it's uh well hopefully it worked out well from a listening perspective too we will be back on sunday of course talking about whatever the hell happens between now and then uh we'll see you then have a great Bye. week